Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Ooh, tonight. Ah, we live to die another day. (laughs) Yeah, we do. You're in the 007th month. (laughs) Woo! But we're not alone. Wait, we're not? We're not. Should I put on pants? Eh. (laughs) It's a Skype call. They can't tell. Oh, wait, I got the video on. Shoot. Oh, shit. There we go. Yeah, now they can't tell. Uh, we have the lovely Stork and the even lovelier Peacock from the Decided Geek podcast. Welcome! Hello! Hi! <laughs> so how many times did you watch this movie before we asked you to come on the podcast? Well, we covered it ourselves when we first started yeah. uh, oh, two, right. three years ago. So that's one. <laughs> we saw it in a theater. This is the first Bond movie I drug Peacock to to see. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> so that's two. A lovely date, I'm And sure. I'm sure I watched it and once by myself together. when I bought it. So probably three. I'm pretty sure I didn't see it after we saw it in the theater until we saw it again. So this is the third time? Yeah, nice. something like that. Nice. How about you, babe? Oh, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. This one was on TV a lot when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It was probably around that time. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I had seen... This was my third time ever watching this movie. I watched it once when it came out because, you know, Halle Berry. And then, <laughs> like, once the couple of months ago when we watched all of them. Yeah. And then last night. <laughs> uh, but, babe, I'm parched. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, wait, we have a beer. Hey. Ooh. We have from Wasatch Brewing Snowbird Session IPA. Nice. After your session at Snowbird, put your feet up and relax with the Snowbird Session IPA. Citrus and tropical fruit aromas of this beer will result in commingling of international hops. Uh, mm. Enjoy this beer year round, whether you're hiking, biking, or shredding. We'll see you on the hill. <laughs> God. <laughs> Steve, do you do a lot of shredding? Stork, Stork is a master shredder. <laughs> Just cheddar cheese. That is true. You're really good shredder. at that. <laughs> but on top of my chili as I chill in the, uh, fuck, where the fireplace is. The ski lodge? Uh, the ski the lodge. lodge. There yeah. we go, the lodge. There we are. <laughs> Peacock gets it. <laughs> I do. You would think someone born and raised in Utah would know what the fuck a ski lodge is. <laughs> Top. All right. Oh, hey. my top. Excellent. <laughs> and the pour. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah. This is a. Uh, it's got a nice hoppy haze to it. It's a beautiful golden color. Mm. Got a uh, nice off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles <laughs> make me happy. <laughs> yeah. Smells. Uh, yeah. Definitely a little earthy and a little, little piney. Yeah. Definitely pine. Yeah, a little bit of like the earthy, earthy notes, but yeah, the strong, especially on the aroma, strong pine scent. Yeah. I like it. Stork, peacock, are you guys drinking anything delicious? Well, come on, you know us, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we have vodka with cranberry juice, lime juice, and some tonic. Ooh, yeah, taking it easy. We were out last night drinking beers, headhunters. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, so what do we call this beverage? I call it a. Die another day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to have something so clever. It's a jinx. Yes. Oh, okay. There we go. There okay. we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're uh, 
thoroughly hydrated. Yeah. Uh, 2002's Die Another Day. From director <sighs> Lee Tamahori. Who's he, Steve? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the director of Once We're Soldiers, Mulholland Falls, The Edge. That's actually a really good movie. Alec Baldwin yeah. and uh, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Along Came a Spider. Also a good one. This. And <laughs> Izzy. He's been yeah. on our podcast before. Oh, shit. He is the director of Triple X, State of the Union. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. He is, also, <laughs> he is also the director of the greatest Nicolas Cage two-act movie, Next. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and The Devil's Double, which is actually a really good movie. So now I'm not sure if he's a good director or not. <laughs> I mean, I'm Early sure on, it seems like he screen. was, but then something happened. This movie. Bond happened. Yeah. 9-11. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon? Little. It's true. It changed the world in so many ways. Uh, But this movie was also written by Neil Purvis. Who's he, Steve? Who's he, Steve? You just keep giving me this weird look every time you say something. And so I'm thrown off. I'm like, am I supposed to say something different? It's it's your catchphrase. He wrote The World Is Not Enough. This. And all the other James Bond movies from Casino Royale on. Oh, but right in the middle, there was another classic movie that he wrote. Uh-oh. Very similar vein. Uh-oh. Johnny English. Oh, <laughs> The classic Rowan Atkinson movie. <laughs> which is about 10,000 times better than this one. Uh, but of course. <laughs> wait, but of even course... you... Wait, 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 wait. Even you guys don't like this movie that we just Well, watched? we'll... We'll get to it. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> there, are, there are parts we love and parts we want to burn. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this one stars Pierce Brosnan as James Steve? Bond. <laughs> Rem- Remington still himself as James Bond. Uh, Halle Berry. I'm sorry. Academy Award winner Halle Berry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have Rosamund Pike. I'm assuming Academy Award winner Michael Madsen. What the hell was he doing in this movie? Right. Uh, Toby <laughs> Stevens, Rick Yoon, Judy Dench. I'm sorry, Dame Judy Dench. Dame. Yeah, yeah. come on. Uh, Dame John Cleese, Samantha Bond, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's favorite, Madonna. <sighs> <laughs> Did I mention there are parts we'd like to burn? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we start out. Where else but on the North Korean coast? Of course. <laughs> Where uh, <laughs> we're introduced to the main characters as they attack the coast by surfing. Yeah, where yeah. did they start? Did they yeah. just start in the middle of the ocean and hope for waves? Uh, <laughs> you guys, so. obviously they got dropped off by submarine. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. How else are you going to get be dropped the up North by Korean submarine? coast? Jesus, you guys and why ask- weren't they playing California girls while right. they were surfing <laughs> we discussed this on a view to a kill this would make <laughs> ten times more sense than skiing yeah. at a Siberian ski resort or wherever the hell they were in that like movie you've never seen a James Bond movie before <laughs> <laughs> let's go surfing now everybody's learning how alright so yeah so this uh, assault team of three mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they sneak up on the coast past possibly the worst guards ever because they almost walk on top of them (laughs) like they just walk by there talking a little conversation like ah can you believe we got this shit duty watching the coast who's attacking the coast of north korea and then move the three guys pop up like right behind them with surfboards yeah yeah Yeah. with with full surfboards yeah they could have seen them even surfing 
I mean, like, and watch them. I don't know. It, it's bad. They're holding up signs. Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Do you guys hear California girls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Bond. Uh... <laughs> they okay. So yeah, so their whole thing is they get there, infiltrate, they redirect some helicopter that's transporting some diamond dealer guy, and then Bond basically shows up like. Oop, I'm you now. Pap, get him out of here. And rigs up a briefcase with C4 with the diamonds, which, you know, makes sense. And Peacock uh, pointed out somehow he knew to dress exactly like the guy. And I was like, well, why does that even matter what he's wearing? Does, yeah. was, <laughs> but like, he did dress exactly like him. You said you would be in a dark turtleneck, and you're in a super dark turtleneck. <laughs> Slightly darker turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, it's called espionage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. This is why Archer is the best show ever, right? <laughs> because of movies like this. Yes, exactly. Then <laughs> we see a young man uh, doing a workout by uh, drop kicking and punching a punching bag. Um, and then he says, open the bag up, and now drops a guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's apparently his anger therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> cute little <Yeah>. joke. <laughs> yeah, you so weren't this... even in the room for that one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and this uh gentleman's name is moon uh i forget his rank like general moon or commandant moon i don't know what um uh, but apparently he's north korean but he studied at oxford and harvard where he majored in western hypocrisy uh-huh. mm-hmm. also a cute joke yeah right <laughs> that'll be a theme <laughs> indeed cute jokes throughout you're watching yes. die another day uh then we're we're introduced to his secret weapon that he's going to sell uh, to get over landmines, which are hover tanks. And Steve goes, that is not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> and, in fact, probably more likely to set off a landmine would be a hover tank. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, he's storing his weapons on these things that are parked in the minefield. But that, wouldn't it have to be running the whole time to be above yes. it? Yes. And, and okay, Here's how a hover tank or I'm sorry, a hovercraft in general works. Pushes it has down enough air. downward force to yeah. lift it off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know what sets off a landmine? Downward force. <laughs> that too. There is a flaw in this movie, ladies and gentlemen. One. One. This, one. This, this, one. Uh, so well, there, there's two. We'll, we'll get to the other one later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Oh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So he's exchanging these hover tanks for conflict diamonds. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> but James has found out because they took a picture of him when he got off the helicopter and sent it, I don't know, anywhere. And it was sent back. Oh, it's James Bond. By the way, this happens every James Bond movie. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't he wear a fucking mustache or anything? Or... <laughs> Because as we learned in uh, in some of our past episodes, he announces to large crowds that he's James Bond mm-hmm. of the uh, British Secret Service. It's true. <laughs> like in the middle of downtown San Francisco in front of a flaming building. Yeah, and I'm Dick Tracy. And you're going to jail, pal. <laughs> yeah, that's very uh, So yeah, James has found out. Um, and at this point, it, it, it comes up later that somebody turned him in or whatever. Or like somebody somebody sabotaged the mission. It's like, no, they just have Google search. That's that's all yeah, it takes, guy. 
<laughs> I mean, they're kind of in the spy game, too. You would assume they have dossiers on each other's uh, spies, especially one that goes around saying his I name mean, and using his real name. <laughs> the yeah. freaking technology in this movie, I'm sure they can figure this out. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, we'll or get well, to later technology that's, like, impossible, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, but, but it's like one of those things like, oh, yeah, a good-looking English dude shows up and starts acting like he knows shit. He may be a spy. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck, babe! All over Steve and I on our new couch. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> babe! It's babe! It's ten a.m. Can you please sober up? No. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. Hold on. Is it cold? A little bit. <laughs> really I mean, cold. it is a frosty beer, <laughs> and I'm not wearing pants, so. <laughs> oh, no. Please hold. Gonna... No problem. Hey, babe, you want to grab a sippy cup while you're up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, where were we? Oh yeah, still the opening scene. All right. <laughs> Hang on, Peacock's getting me a beer. Yay! You're far too sober for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hopefully, she doesn't pour it on my lap. <laughs> well, if she's anything like me. <laughs> well, if you really want it to be absorbed into the bloodstream, <laughs> short of an IV, that's the way to do it. Okay, an opening, and I think, do you want to open yours so there's not a big, oh, yeah, yeah. loud, we don't want it to disrupt this podcast. Yeah. Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right, so James has found out, but he doesn't know that yet, so Moon uh, shows off his cool little, I don't know, cyber cannon gun that he has, uh, and he blows up the helicopter, yeah. and he's like, ah, James Bond, I knew it was you. Now you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his accent's more like that than, you know, you would think a Korean general would be, but, mm. uh, but then they find out the real general's on the way, his father. <gasps> Quick! <laughs> Hide the conflict diamonds in the hover tanks! Oh no! Hide them where? <laughs> He's right down the street. And, and the ten Porsches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, And all the, the smoldering helicopters. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so then, uh, Bond sets off the C4 and... Uh, it just basically becomes a diamond claymore and just kills a bunch of people. Um, oh, we forgot to mention Zhao, the right hand man of Moon, yeah. played by Rick Yoon. That guy's get a pair of tweezers, guy. Yeah, right. Not yet. Yeah, after the explosion, he's got diamonds embedded in his fucking face, and he was like the one thing I remember about this movie from the first time. It's like, oh yeah, diamond face. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, we've got dogs barking. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> so yeah, so then uh, James Bond commandeers a hover tank and is off to the chases, being chased by guys with, on hover tanks with flamethrowers and all kinds of shit. All kinds of ridiculousness. Um, and I've written down, is that water on fire? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Those puddles catch on fire. Yeah. It's like, alright, maybe, maybe. Alright. Sure. Uh, but then, uh, but then his uh, hovercraft gets compromised or something, and so he has to jump onto another one, and it's the one with Moon, and they have a, a fight on top of it. And then, oh shit, there's there's a gate, and they crash through that and into some temple overlooking a waterfall? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, and all the Buddhists yep. are pissed. Yeah. Oh, then all the Buddhist monks come out and kill them all. No. Um, <laughs> it's a different movie. But yeah, Hover Tank. Goes over the side with Moon on board. Splash. And then Bond turns around and there's the general, his father, 
with all with I don't know fifty or sixty guards. <laughs> it's like where were they? Oh, they were right behind this action scene the whole time, so they showed up three seconds later. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. By the way, the they, thing I don't, they stopped I, at the temple. The thing oh, I of course, they stopped at the gate, did a couple bows, <laughs> and then walked in. Yeah. The thing I don't buy about this whole scene, I've bought this as a James Bond film up until now, with hovercrafts that can go over landmines, flaming puddles, whatnot. <laughs> a real James Bond would have jumped off that fucking waterfall instead of getting caught. Right, with like a parachute or whatever, and yes. it has the, the Union Jack uh, yes. on it. Him getting caught is the most unbelievable part of this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's something we've never seen before, because then it leads to the whole intro yeah title sequence of him being captured and held in captivity which is kind of like when i first saw it i was like oh that's cool like he actually you know undergoes torture and it's like kind of real world spy stuff where you get caught and interrogated and whatnot uh, uh, you the missed worst the quick, torture though. of all though oh go ahead sorry <laughs> saved by the bell <laughs> saved Bing. by the bell i was hoping for whom the bell tolls but yeah <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> well, see, if we had For Whom the Bell Tolls, then we wouldn't have Madonna. Uh, the worst mm, part of this movie? That's the real torture of the scene, is having <laughs> to listen to Madonna's song for three or four minutes. Oh, that song was playing for 18 months straight. This is why James Bond lost his mind. Oh, that's... This is why he's not allowed to be reinstated. <laughs> that's how they tortured him. Yeah. It wasn't really scorpions. It was yeah. just playing that. He got back and he's like, I have to buy Madonna tickets. I can't no. live without it now. <laughs> Bond, you've obviously been brainwashed. Bond, you've been compromised. <laughs> You're no longer of use to me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, basically the Korean guys take him in, they torture him for four, and we get 14 months later, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a long time to listen to Madonna and, I don't know, have delusions of fire and ice chicks and scorpions and, yeah, but, you, know, you know, the Bond intro. It felt uh, like 14 months. Oh, well, God, it did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think the movie, like, truly starts for, like, 15 minutes. The pre-credit sequence is so long. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, You forget yeah, that... that you didn't have the, like, credits yet. <laughs> and they're like, I don't oh, know. shit, I've been here a half hour. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That's why this is, like, a two-hour and 15-minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but after uh, 14 months, Bond gets exchanged for Zhao. And uh, we see Zhao's diamond face, which is great. Yeah, diamond face. <laughs> and then they're at the, the, the DMZ there at Korea, between South, North and South Korea, uh, which, of course, the Americans are uh, watching <laughs> over. And uh, who's, who's leading the Americans at the, in this scene? Mr. Blonde. Yes, Mr. Blonde. <laughs> Michael Madsen. <laughs> do, do, do you know his name in this movie? Oh, shit. No, I don't. Damien Falco. Falco. I did see Falco in the credits, but I didn't. Yeah, um... <laughs> yeah. that's who his list on IMDb. And I'm like, I don't think they said his name. I, th I assumed he was just American dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess Joe Don Baker was busy this mo for this movie. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Don's classic. Oh, yeah. So, they, so then they uh, take him in and start analyzing him. And apparently the Koreans were giving him scorpion venom. And I just have written down, why? Is it just... And then shooting him instantly full of the antidote. Yeah. And he was fine five minutes later, which, okay. That's cool. <laughs> Torture. Um, yeah. <laughs> so apparently Madonna music is laced with scorpion venom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... And uh, M comes in, and she basically says, well, someone gave uh, Korea a bunch of 
bunch of information and you were tortured for 14 months so we're pretty sure it's you he's like i would never do such a thing how dare you (laughs) that's exactly how he sounds wow that's a great pierce brosnan it is actually it's like he's in the room with us oh my (laughs) (laughs) thank you um (laughs) but yeah they uh and what uh, do you think and like that (laughs) what do you think em (laughs) Oh, I think. God damn it. Yes. Oh, no, well, your M's not as good. Crikey. Oh, I hate you, Vickles. Why did you not have it? Abuse to me. My name's Kelly Pete. Uh, Nailed it. Like... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're going to stay here forever, Bond. Here's my key card. No. But, uh, the, the, and, and the best part about what happens after that is they do the torture scene scenes again, but without the music. And I'm like, Oh, this is so much more effective. Right. (laughs) It actually looks like he's been tortured other than the audience was. Yeah. So he gives himself a heart attack. Yeah. That skill (laughs) while he's being tortured. I don't know. That that was weird. Well, as we learned in past James Bond, after he finished first in Oriental languages, he then (laughs) learned how to fake his own death. I think it's part of the same class. No. Um, so he goes into cardiac arrest and roll credits. The movie's over. No, wait. <laughs> that was fast. And then he instantly comes back to life right before he's about to get zapped. And I don't know, judo chops a doctor or, or zapped him with the paddles or whatever. Yeah. And he then, zapped the two guys, one with each paddle and then walks out and the nurse is like, mm, look at him <laughs> because they have to do that in every James Bond right, movie. Right. <laughs> He doesn't look bad for a guy who's been in an internment camp for 14 months and was dead eight seconds ago. Thank you for the kiss of life. Yeah. yeah. At least they fed him and had a personal gym for yeah, him. Yeah, I know. He didn't get skinny or whatever. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but North Korean camps are known for their high-protein diets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're okay. basically like, we have to chisel you out so we can do all the Robinson Crusoe movie. <laughs> No, no, no! Shave the beard, you fools! <laughs> he did look like Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the star of that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, right. Yeah. Oh, really? When's that coming to everything I learned from movies? Uh, we have a few more Blue Lagoon movies to get through. But, uh, <laughs> oh. no, what? Oh, no. And uh, I think that Madonna movie okay. swept away gotcha. might be coming up soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm lying, babe. They don't know that. Return to Blue Lagoon again. Yeah. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help, Izzy. <laughs> I can't so see you, so I don't <laughs> We'll just assume you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Oh, I didn't see it, so. <laughs> yeah, she must be all right. I strained my eyes from blinking. <laughs> All right, so Bond escapes and swims to Hong Kong, as one does. Uh, I don't know for where. I, Japan. I was saw, pretty I, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very impressive. Um, so he goes to the Hong Kong Yacht Club and basically pulls up in there wearing, you know, a hospital gown and looking like Robinson Crusoe in this fancy hotel-looking yeah. mm-hmm. place. Um, basically, like, can I help you? And, of course, the concierge runs over and is like, Oh, Mr. Bond, welcome back. Open up the presidential suite. This guy's staying here. And then we instantly cut to the presidential suite. Bond's nice and clean shaven now. Yay. And then he's greeted at the door. Hi, 
I'm Peaceful Fountains of Desire, your masseuse. The fuck? (laughs) Oh, is that her name, Referial? Peaceful Peaceful Fountains of Desire. Yes. And she's not that kind of masseuse with that name? Come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Fountain is in your name of desire. Okay, but does she even break the top ten of most ridiculous Bond girl names? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she does. I mean, she's probably pussy galore. Babe, 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 let me put this in uh, perspective for you. Hi, I'm streaming Ropes of Yogurt, your masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that kind of masseuse, though. <laughs> ropes of Yogurt, of the, uh, of the Vermont Ropes of Yogurt? <laughs> of the Vermont Ropes of Yogurt, you can do it. I think I went to college with your cousin. Oh! <laughs> I am happy ending. No, I don't do that. That's just my name, jerk. <laughs> so, so yeah, this scene is great because within about a minute, it's, hi, I'm ridiculous name. You're a masseuse. Oh, really? That's cool. Yoop. Pull, pull a gun out from between her thighs, shoot a mirror, and there's Chang and like five other dudes in a closet fucking watching him with cameras. With the and, pants down. Yeah. 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 Just that. But they're like, oh shit, the chick is up. And, they're not really spies. They're just like, uh, yeah. they make voyeuristic yeah. films and stuff. Yeah. They're, they're perverts, just like you. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. Um, but he's like, oh, Chang, you didn't, you didn't think I didn't know that you were Chinese intelligence the whole time? He's like, yeah, that's what we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Not, not Fountains of Desire Entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, then, and then, like, within, like, ten seconds, like, I'm looking for Zhao. Oh, Zhao's in, in, in Havana. Oh, okay, cool. Smash got to Havana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we, we don't have time to really figure stuff out. We just got to get this plot moving along. And then this is... The opening scene of one of the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, yeah. Like, almost shot for shot. I wouldn't know. Uh, I hate that title. It's okay, because Fast and Furious is going to come up several more times in this episode. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, this is yeah, I'm sorry, guys. influenced by Fast and Furious. No, the other way around. Or, yeah, okay. So, basically, he goes to some Cuban guy and says, Hey, can you loan me a gun and these binoculars? Yeah, sure. Why not? You're cool. Uh, oh, and I need a car. So he gives him like a 57 Chevy. Um, or I, I don't know. What kind of car was it? Oh, yeah. Probably something like yeah. that. It was a 50 I, Chevy because it's I have, a, I have a fun fact here, Steve. <gasps> fun fact? A, a super, super fun fact? Because it's a fun, yes. fun fact? He picks up a bird book. And oh, it is yes. the book that Ian Fleming named the character on. It's uh, It was by a guy named James Bond. And that's where he got the character name. What's the uh, name of the book? Uh, Field Guide to Birds, something like yep. that. Yep. Excellent. Excellent observation there. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And, and while, he's getting, while he's getting the book, he's also told that Zal is uh, up at some, is some island fortress a couple miles off the coast. Uh, so that's why Bond borrows binoculars. He's cho- checking it out until, ooh, he's a little distracted when Halle Berry comes up out of the water. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Halle Berry goes straight to James Bond. He makes some, some stupid passing line. And Mojito? She... <laughs> God, the fucking innuendo. It's like in your face, you windows oh, in this movie. She is every it line. Is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but her name is Jinx, which I've written down. That's stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, born, born, on born on Friday the 13th. 13th. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it like, 
what are you doing here? Oh, I'm a ornithologist. Ornithologist, huh? That's, That's a, a mouthful. mouthful. <laughs> As uh, she looks down at his crotch. <laughs> oh, she's just yeah. Uh, eyes off my bird, bird. <laughs> no. I'm just here to watch the birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, then we smash cut to them banging until dawn because they have nothing better to do. In their conversation. <laughs> wait, wait, at this point, he doesn't know she's a secret agent. Yeah, you have to know. Look, look. <laughs> Some girls are easy. That's a given. Yeah, <laughs> but nobody is James Bond chick. <laughs> They're all secret agents. Even peaceful Fountain of Desire isn't that easy. <laughs> she's not that kind of girl, Steve. Mm. <laughs> Isn't she, though? She had to change her name from Quickie McEasy. <laughs> her given name is Chastity Lockcrotch. <laughs> When's that going to be on a Bond movie? Oh, it's going to happen. Hi, I'm Chastity. Chastity Lockcrotch. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> but her uh, coming out of the water, obvious homage to uh, Dr. No. Yeah, Honey Rider coming out of the water. This was the 40th anniversary movie, mm. so it's it's littered with stuff from the past, mm-hmm. the Q Branch stuff, and the lasers, and you know, it's the, just like the cars from the 50s. Everything that they could jam into it from that paid tribute to the previous movies they did. I just want to know where Halle Berry's abalones are. She's got that big abalone knife on her belt. Well, she, do- she doesn't use it for abalone. She uses it for figs mid-coitus. <laughs> By the way. That's true. You're in the middle of making love to your significant other. Yeah. They whip out a fig and a pocket knife. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Izzy, if he did that to me, I would throw you across the room. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> like, it's just a fig. You eat on your own fucking time. Put the knife away. Yeah, he could have went and pulled a line. Thanks, I just ate. That would have been like a typical line <laughs> uh, in this movie, I think. Been, oh, my. Bond, bond, uh, Thanks, I just ate tuna. Mm. Okay, you had to take too it far. there. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's, a little too far. I kept it PG-13. <laughs> I just finished my tacos. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, speaking of tacos, we then go to Isla Los Organos. Where, Who's uh, she, Steve? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, she's married to uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. You know? She's she, yeah, she's related to Isla Fisher. Yes. <laughs> but uh, this is the island fortress where Zhao's hanging out, and uh, Bond gets on there because he <laughs> he basically knocks out some Irish dickhead guy or whatever, Australian, then, Australian, whatever. I don't South know. Some, some horrible. Jeez, you got accent. angry. <laughs> So we had an Irish listener defending <laughs> right, the right. country. Uh, my apologies. And to our Australian <laughs> listeners. Eh. <Tough> <laughs> we didn't have you, any you of those. Yeah. You, guys can, you guys can make fun Sorry. of our accents all you want. I, <laughs> blame Trimmers it on the crocodile. The Barbie, you jerks. <laughs> Whoa, holy hell. <laughs> Jesus. So when I used to work for uh, the Japanese company, I always would ask them, like, so how do you guys make fun of, like, American accents? And they're like, oh, we would never make fun of American accents. And I'm like, no, seriously. So one day I finally got them to do it. And they're like, oh, okay. So the typical making fun of American accents, they're like, I'm going to order a cheeseburger with my credit card. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I'm so offended. That impression is on point. (laughs) 
<laughs> What's wrong okay. with that? I don't even get it. <laughs> so that's just it. It's like, oh no, you're making fun of us as super factual Grubhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like I'm missing something on that one. <laughs> lost in translation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So speaking of white boys, we get onto the Highland Fortress <laughs> and Bond uh, stumbles upon a secret lab where apparently a plastic surgeon is turning Zhao into a white boy. Okay. A bro. A total bro. A total bro. Yeah. I expected it to be like Channing Tatum is the final picture. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not taking the damn diamonds out of his face. So you'd still know no. who it was. I, I'm sure I'm sure it's part of the process. Like they're at stage three and like stage seven is like, all right, we finally take these priceless diamonds <laughs> out of your skull. Like forceps. Give me some freaking forceps. I'll take these goddamn things out. And like you could sell these things, right? Like they're valuable. Well, here's another fun fact. Oh, God. <laughs> Gamblers in the olden days sometimes would actually uh, cut open their skin and have uh, diamonds sewed in when they were when they had money, just so they had backup. I think there's a Robert Redford movie uh, it, based in Cuba. It, it might be called Havana, where he does this. Okay. So maybe he's just hanging on to them for a rainy day. <laughs> but you can see them. <laughs> That's true. Well, guys. Well, guys. They, they haven't put a couple layers of spackle on yet. Everybody here is acting like they've never seen a James Bond movie. You guys obviously know the diamonds are forever, right? Oh, God. I need to please me. <laughs> well, Shirley Bassey, back from the grave. Well, um, is she dead? <laughs> is she? <laughs> I assume so. Well, I assume too. She but... just sang at the Oscars a couple years ago. Didn't oh, she? you're right. Oh. She did. Oh, shit. I don't know, Shirley Steve. Bassey. You look that up. Yeah. Come, come on to our podcast and let, I have many questions. Bassey. Oh. Still alive. Well, That's the number one thing. Oh, shit. Spe- speaking uh, of Diamonds Are Forever, the whole diamond satellite thing, there's another homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that when that came up, it was like, oh, I've seen this movie like mm-hmm. very recently. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. so, um, Mario's that's Mario's favorite, right? Superiority yeah. complex. Yeah, it's yeah, his favorite Diamond, movie. Yep, Diamonds Are Forever. His favorite. Yeah. he said it several mm-hmm. times on our episode for You Only Live Twice. <laughs> okay, guys, Dame Shirley Bassey oh, is still alive despite internet rumors. Oh, poor Miss, Shirley. Miss Bassey, you please shit come up, on. Our, please, Miss Bassey, you've joined a prestigious group of people that I've mistakenly said have died, like John Landis and. Uh, the other John director guy, I forget which. All the Johns. <laughs> any, any director named John. <laughs> and probably Joe or Jack. Who knows? <laughs> Come on to our podcast. We'd love to ask you, mostly, why did you let Madonna do the song for this movie? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you beat her ass out of, out of commission and do it for us? I saw a nasty rumor on the internet that that bitch Madonna was <laughs> in this movie. You know she's not English. <laughs> Even I though she tries to be. Oh, she does, yeah. It's not sexually cha- transmitted by Guy Ritchie, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Have you seen Swept Away? <sighs> I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, so what, uh, yeah. Oh, so, so Zhao escapes because uh, Bond blows his cover or whatever. Just, you know, being him. And Jinx, like, blows up the records at the plastic surgeon's thing for whatever reason. I, I don't know. So we couldn't find out what... 
other people the plastic surgeon's been transforming into a boy band i don't know it seemed like her mission <laughs> was to kill that guy and destroy the records but then yeah. it's later on it seems like her mission is to kill zao so i don't understand yeah I, um so very... uh, what i got from it is yeah she's supposed to destroy the clinic i think she's supposed to destroy any record of zao so when she takes him out it can't be like he can't be traced back okay so basically like it'll just be like oh yep nope he is still dead like we all thought. It's true. There is mm-hmm. no other DNA evidence or anything oh, like that. Oh, his used. DNA is all over Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. He's single-handedly all right, changing all right. the gene pool of Cuba. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, can so, I, wait, can I ask okay. a question? This plastic yes. surgery is like, it's not plastic surgery, right? It's like it's gene DNA therapy. Gene. Or okay. Yeah, it's like changing... It changes their DNA and blood type and everything, too? Yeah. Is that part of it? Okay. It's like we're going to suck out your bone marrow and then inject you with transient DNA. Which <laughs> your body would immediately reject, but we yeah. figured it out. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah it, uh, no, no, because they have the machine, uh, the dream machine thing. I'm sure that helps with it. The dream machine. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Did I not mention the dream machine? Oh, no. yeah, because there's a dream machine where I guess you can... It's basically like a tanning bed you can have dreams in for an hour, and then you never have to sleep again for, like, 40 hours or something. I don't know. I think Why? It also, I think it keeps also, you from going insane. Yes, I think it also helps. Yeah, they're, they're turn, trying to turn themselves into, like, super beings or something. Because yeah. that was also, like, when he doesn't get his treatment, he gets a bunch of veins in his face, of, especially around his diamonds. So, I don't <laughs> it's know. It's infection. <laughs> Right? I, sort of, I sort of feel like there was something that got missed where like they got like overradiated when they went off the cliff or something and this is how they're treating it but they forgot to put that in the movie yeah i'm sure it's mm-hmm. like super, super soldier serum or something yeah but i feel like a scene got caught that cut that we all really needed i'm i'm certain there's no scenes that got cut no they they put in too many i think yeah. <laughs> they're like fuck we forgot to put madonna in so yeah, so yeah, everything's blowing up at the island fortress. All the records being destroyed, um, and then some guards corner Jinx, and then she starts stripping. What? Okay, I'll allow it. Why not? And then she just back dives onto a green screen. But uh, you know, yes. oh, it's bad. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you guys watch this on Blu-ray too? <laughs> no, I just had the DVD because I got it when it first came out before Blu-rays were a thing. I think. Or maybe I was just uh, too cheap to have it. Because he just had to have it. I yeah, know. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I, while I was watching this movie, I'm like, this movie is so stork. This movie is the stork ever storked in the history of stork movies. <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> when I think of stork, I think of Die Another Day. Oh. oh. The, the, the I really song, need to reassess my life. <laughs> oh, this song is his theme song. When he's walking through downtown, that's what's playing in someone's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Spider-Man 3. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> I kind of so, am too. I... So, so during a ruckus earlier, uh, Bond grabbed Zhao's necklace because you know why? Why beat the shit out of him or shoot him or anything when you just grab his necklace and well, go? Every- everybody knows that uh, in certain cultures, stealing jewelry is a sign of offense. Uh, <laughs> oh, snatch your chain, son! <laughs> and then uh, Bond opens up to reveal, ooh, conflict diamonds. Oh, but it has this weird signature of uh, Gustav Graves' company. Who's Gustav Graves? Uh, I think he's supposed to be like Richard, uh, 
Richard Bronson? Is that his name? The, the yeah. Virgin Air guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Branson, yeah. right? Branson, Branson. Branson. That's it. Sorry, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're brothers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bronson, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. No dice. Uh, so like, all right, well, we got to go check out this Graves guy. Obviously, he's involved in it somehow. So right. this guy, he's he has these diamonds and a necklace for presumably, I don't know, backup capital or something. Mm-hmm. What about the fucking ones on his face? Well, no, <laughs> like, can he just take one of those off well, and be like, "Here, I need a flight." Diamonds yeah. are forever. Here, here's here's what it is. The reason he had the necklace was mm-hmm. because from like phase two of the surgery, they got like those four or five out. And they're like, <laughs> okay. All right, we can't go for the rest just yet. They're in too deep. <laughs> too deep. And, okay. But but here, put them on a necklace, and we'll put the rest in there later. And it'll be great. All right, all right. Uh, uh, I'll buy that. You <laughs> really? That's not really. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, so we know that Zhao's boss is in love with diamonds, right? It's because they're fuck buddies, and his boss just likes staring into diamonds while they're banging. Wow. <laughs> Tell me that's not the you most are, logical. You are adding levels to this movie that are unnecessary. <laughs> but more realistic than any of the other explanations. What a, what a plot twist. Maybe, maybe, actually. They are pretty close. Yeah. 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 I can Good. see it best friends that's why they wanted to be turned into boy band guys yeah because then it could be like lance bass and uh neil patrick harris yeah. like being together yeah. and raise a couple yeah. children Wait, what? Great. What that was that? the I final plan happening. they were gonna name their kid icarus but then that all got thwarted by bond so he's like fine i'm gonna make a diamond satellite laser Wait, i don't uh, even like understand what happens in your mind <laughs> I, sometimes I have a hard time following Nobody it. does. <laughs> it just, like, happens. Like Pe- Peacock, uh, even I don't know what goes on right there. <laughs> wow. All right. So we, so we meet Gustav Graves when he jumps out of an airplane and parachutes down to Buckingham Palace. And awesome. Um, and they talk about... Uh, <laughs> The exposition from all of the uh, reporters is amazing because it's like, what's it like being one of the richest guys in the world coming out of nowhere? Nobody knows your backstory. What is this Icarus space program? Like, I've answered this a hundred times, you asshole. Yeah. It's like, read a fucking newspaper. (laughs) Um, It's like, what's it like being James Bond in almost every way except you're, like, totally loaded and not a supervillain? Who are you with? Fox News? Get out of here. Uh, so then we're also introduced to Rosamund Pike as Miranda Frost. Yeah. <laughs> AKA Chastity Lockhart Cross. Yeah. <laughs> no way, that's not her Yeah, name. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bond wants to meet Graves. And so how is he going to meet him? First, he has to meet his fencing instructor, I guess, uh, played yeah. by Madonna. Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, Madonna has a couple <laughs> lines because I guess she was contractually obligated to with doing the soundtrack. Um, She's like, if you want this awesome song, you're going to have to let me act. I mean, scene. seriously. What if, what if we want a good song? <laughs> no, then you're you're gonna, the one I give Then you. I'm going to have to be a Bond girl. Uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll go with the shit one. <laughs> I, I can't write around you. Because <laughs> I make music, 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 music. <laughs> <laughs> Bon McClot. <laughs> Ride the Punani. Ride the Punani. Me ride in the Punani. Me feel in the Punani.
So, wow. So grapes. <laughs> so it's too great. early for peacock. I, I might be. I like, my mind is blown. Peacock's okay. even sober. All right. That's the problem. Peacock's not drinking yeah. enough. If you drink it, oh, if you drink more, you shut, get it. Shut, 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 shut. Yeah. All right, I'll chug this beer. But <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like what happens. Shut, shut, shut. Well, the part that confused me. <laughs> right. Oh, she just spilled it all over my crotch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the dogs. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, uh, so Bond meets Graves, and he says, "Have we met before?" No, I think you. I think I'd remember that. Yeah. Well, how about we just uh, have a little fencing match? I okay, well, Graves sure, knows exactly whatever. who he is right at this moment, right? Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he he because he like was attacking him for eighteen months. Yeah. Well, you know, Bond doesn't remember the voice. <laughs> it's what? It, well, it's, it's a different. I voice. don't think they sound the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> have, have we met before? It's supposed to be the same oh guy, right? I got a question about this fencing. Is, is that all that goes on in that huge club? Is it just a- fencing clubs? Apparently, it's just a fencing club. Yeah. If it's anything it's like huge. any clubs I've ever visited before, actually, very little fencing happens. Old guys sit around, drink, and tell stories about when they used to fence. Yeah, mm-hmm. read the newspaper, and yeah. yeah. You know, I fought Fidel Castro once. <laughs> the year was 1952. Uh, he was story. merely a prospect for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I said, Fidel, oh, buddy, you should... Anyway. <laughs> Old Fidel castrating <laughs> Smithy, they used to I'm call sorry, me. Fidel castrating what? <laughs> Wasn't that a joke in the movie? Was it? Fidel Castrato. Something like that. Was it? I wasn't paying attention by that point. Oh, yeah, it was that Australian asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, when he was trying to shoot his junk off. Or, oh, Jesus oh, yeah, Christ. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like this fencing thing. Yeah, the, the fencing okay. fight was okay, but it was, it was so much. Fun. The the only thing was it reminded me so much of Moonraker and the fight they have in the glass museum in Venice. <laughs> well, and, another homage, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I guess, because, yeah, they just go through and destroy fucking everything. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and they throw the fencing swords away, and it's like, fine, let's strip down to our fucking underwear, basically. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah, Let's strip down yeah. and get real swords. I'm fucking pissed. Like, okay, cool, end of the courtyard, uh you don't happen to have six fingers on your right hand, do you? <laughs> uh, but uh, basically towards the end, uh, Miranda Frost jumps in and she's like, look, look, guys, ca- calm the fuck down, all right? Let's just, you know, have a couple drinks. And of course, Graves like, oh, a, f- a worthy challenge. Here, I'm going to invite you to my demonstration in Iceland. Yeah. Just having uh, fun. Okay. Just having fun. <laughs> so. Steve, where bloody. in Iceland is this building? <laughs> Literally anywhere except Reykjavik. <laughs> it could be anywhere, but uh, but we're not there quite yet because Bond has to meet up with M in the uh, the hidden subway station that isn't used anymore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and I love the line in here. You know, while you were away, the world changed, and I'm like, oh yeah, this was after nine eleven. Oh god, yeah. that's right. Yeah, nobody's told him yet because he hasn't he hasn't been debriefed. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> Oh my god, he probably hasn't. He's been like, yeah. Why yeah. Wait, what? 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 He's like, yeah. So a bit, I've been to the airport a couple times, and they totally reached up my asshole without asking. Why do I take my they, shoes off at the airport? And they made a really big deal about my gun. I've never had a problem. Yeah, with right. 
Yeah, and like, yeah, don't even get me started that, that on the C four. True, that's true. I didn't never thought about that. They took my yeah. watch apart. What is with what the that? fuck is wrong with these guys? It's like the first time Bond was ever awkward in his life when he yeah. tried to go through airport security. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't have my yeah. shoelaces. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is the internet? No. <laughs> Maybe not quite that bad. But <laughs> is that the thing Al Gore's been working on? <laughs> yeah. This is why he doesn't question the disappearing car. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Guess all right, they've that, advanced a lot that, since that, I uh, was fourteen being, months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That checks out from like the uh, the cigarette guns I had a few years ago. <laughs> right. Right. It's just a slight step up. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Pabon goes to sleep that night, ready to go to Iceland the next morning, I assume. But then, oh, something's going on at MI6. He starts searching around. Holy shit, Money Penny's dead. Oh, Holy no. shit, everybody's dead. No. Fuck. Oh shit, there's terrorists. Oh, they got, they got M. She's, they're holding her hostage. Cow, 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 cow. <laughs> and it's a VR simulator. Turns out you're not Ugh. supposed to shoot your boss in a simulation. That's well, just horrible. This movie. Yeah, it's seriously. It's and then they do a, it again for uh, a. Well, yeah, as soon as Money Penny was dead, I'm like, oh, oh, this is obviously bullshit. <laughs> There's yeah. no way exactly. they're killing Money Penny. Yeah. <laughs> they may change so the actress. It's annoying. Why? Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> that, that made me angry a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, but then, uh, but luckily Q is there, played by John Cleese. Yeah. Um, and we're able to be introduced to the next batch of goodies for this movie, including, well, a jetpack that doesn't really get used, but that's an homage to... Uh, Thunderball. It was Thunderball? Yeah, okay. Yeah, the pre-credit sequence when he flies off the roof after he kills the guy in drag. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a great pre-credit sequence. I love that. <laughs> it really and you see the alligator that Roger Moore was in, yeah. and Octopussy, and uh, there's a the oh, shoe from from Russia with Love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, how do you guys feel about John Cleese's Q? Ah, uh, I mean, he's no Desmond Llewellyn. I get what they were going for. I actually like the new Q better than him. His rendition. So he's your least favorite Q. I guess. No, there was a guy in uh, Doctor No that was Q, but mm-hmm. he, they didn't really call him Q. And he, that's when he gave Bond his gun, but he was supposed to be that um, that character. Yeah. So he's probably my least favorite because Cleese isn't terrible. It's just too jokey. Yeah. I like it a little more serious. I like Cleese. I, I really, really do. I mean, you can't replace the original guy, but uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you saying too jokey. Do do you remember the end of uh, Moonraker? It appears he's going for re-entry. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I know it got ridiculous at times, but yeah. uh, I, I I just like the. Uh, it just felt like they were trying too hard to have the same relationship between that actor and the yeah, Bonds, where it's think... like he's curmudgeonly, and I don't see John Cleese as curmudgeonly. He's more of a comedian to me. But he's like, he was a good choice, I think, for the role. Yeah, he was a good replacement. I just don't think I just you don't could... Th- that who, was hard. Who would you have picked? I mean, like, I think if you think about who you would have picked, he's a great choice. I agree, but I just don't... I, I don't care for but it. But Stork is old and curmudgeonly also, so... <laughs> That's true. That is very, he's, very he's, true. He's too much of himself in John Cleese. <laughs> 
I like how they went with a total different direction with the Dan Daniel Craig Q. They brought in a young guy so that they could play off that Bond's the old one and he's the curmudgeon in the relationship, really. Even though they kind of make him, you know, a stickler, the young Q. Mm-hmm. It, I, I like that dichotomy better. You want them to go completely away from it instead of trying to yeah, just like so recast the yeah. same. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But I don't dislike. I mean, it, it's just. It's hard. It's uh, it's really hard to replace that role. The guy that's been doing it for oh, forty like years almost. Every movie except for the first or Doctor No. You said he didn't do the he didn't do Rogers' first movie either. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say there was one where they just didn't even have a cue. Yeah, okay. it was uh, Live and Let Die. I think because they wanted to get away from the uh, the the gimmicks. <laughs> well, which is what it is. I think, they, yeah, and and to and give him his own bond before they brought in all the stuff, which they did with Daniel Craig too. They didn't mm-hmm. have uh, Q Money Penny in the in yeah. his first movie or two. So, yeah, but we all know how I feel about the Daniel Craig movies in general. So, oh no, I they're don't. the best ones. You don't like them? He's my least favorite Bond. Oh, he's my favorite. Oh, are you him, it's either him or Connery. He would be favorite. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Too serious? Because <laughs> he's so serious? Why so serious? Well, so this <laughs> so is my thing, is that, like, part of, for me, part of James Bond is that, like, he's a secret agent who, like, can, like, step into a UN meeting and nobody's gonna, like, suspect he's not an ambassador, and I just don't think Daniel Craig can do that. I think he's mm. a fine actor, I just, like, they went, like, to Jason Bourne with it, like... They can't. They keep playing up that like he's a blunt instrument, da, 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 but it's like no. James Bond is supposed to be like refined and fit in with. He's the scalpel that yeah. also happens to blow up island fortresses on a whim. Exactly. Like he. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I think with the reboot, it's pretty much what it was. Casino Royale. They tried to get away from the jokey stuff and the and the CGI. It, it Jason Bourne he's... is a huge reason for it. Yeah. And it was the beginning of the character again, so it, the process has been, yeah, he, he is straight out of the military, you can see that, and he is a blunt instrument at first, but then he gradually becomes more of the gentleman spy. And it, you can argue he hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah, not quite but yeah. I just Yeah, like, and they're, and they're going to get rid of him, so he's not. So, so in yeah. Bond 25, he's going to become more charismatic when he kills uh, Rami not- Malek, who's playing Zorin's son, and unfortunately Grace Jones <laughs> apparently isn't going to be coming uh, back. Yeah, no, like, that's just it. I also just don't find, I don't find Daniel Craig charismatic at all, and for me that's a huge part of James Bond. I can see that. I can too, actually. Um, I've never thought about it that way. But. I just like it because it's more realistic and more um, action. And I, I read the books. It's more the book Bond, who is very cold. And he's not even, he's not supposed to be the most interesting character in the book. The villain is. Wait, so is you're not even supposed book? to really. No, this is this is <laughs> all the Ian James Fleming's Bond. written books. <laughs> No, I don't know. And... Like, in, in the character that the Bond has become, I come to expect that he can charm his way out of any situation he can't blow his way out of. And Whoa. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you he can me. blow his way out of a lot of situations. He though. really yeah. can. Hello, I'm Peaceful Fountains of Desire. You're He's very lucky kind of that everyone's so attractive around him. So but... where do you where do you place your Bonds, then, Izzy? Do you like, uh, say, a Timothy Dalton? or Because he was a little darker and more serious. Yeah, see, I, I I actually do really like the Timothy Dalton one. Um, I don't think they're the best written Bonds, but I do really like him as Bond. I'm not going to lie, I like George Lassenby as Bond, too. 
I do too. Right? I don't think they gave him. I don't. He did not get a fair a fair shot at that. Although from what uh, I understand, he fucked himself out of that role. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the he could have been. Mutual, I think. <laughs> yeah, but, but I I thoroughly enjoyed him, and I liked. I yeah. So I don't know. I I, I gotta. I think I gotta rewatch him again and rank my. <laughs> Who's your fave, Roger? I do really like Roger. Unfortunately, he did go like way too long, but early Roger are great. Yeah, I know it's hard. Okay. I said David. Yeah. No one's mentioning Sean Connery. What about Pierce Brosnan, oh, he's guys? My second. I, I love Pierce. You know what? I'm not going to lie. He's love my Pierce least. <laughs> Wait, really? Pierce? Yeah, he's probably my least favorite Bond. And it, it's no um, knock on him as an actor or anything. I, he just didn't have scripts to work with. I was going to say, I, is like, it Pierce Golden Brosnan? Golden Eyes or... is one of my favorite Bond movies. Right. So. But. The next three are just pretty trash. So, so here you go. Do you like Do you like Daniel Craig as Bond, or do you like the movies Daniel Craig was in? Do you like Pierce Brosnan as Bond, or or do you not like Pierce Brosnan as Bond, or do you not like the movies he was in? I I would say the movies are a huge part of it. So if it was Pierce, so Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan in Casino Royale, in Casino Royale, in. would you? Would that be? I, see, the best I don't movie? see him playing that, that physical of a role, though. I, I, it's well, hard for me to not picture seventy five or whatever he is now. But, <laughs> 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 but like Remington Steele, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> you know when they originally he, wanted him to be Bond. I mean, he might have been able to do it, uh, but I can't knock Daniel Craig. He is like, in theory, you know what? Leave that to us. The best, no, one of the best Bonds, like in theory, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. people wanted him because to be Bond right after, as he was Remington Steele. It was pretty school. much. Yeah, he. Yeah, he, yeah. he was yeah. James Bond in Remington Steele. Right. He's like debonair and mm-hmm. whatever, but it just didn't like work out for whatever reason. I don't know. I think he's still a good Bond. Yeah, in like theory. he he is the best embodiment of Bond. He just unfortunately had some very weak scripts. Yeah, yeah that's I can what agree I with think. That. Yeah. So so then Stork Peacock, who do you want to be the star of Bond twenty six as James Bond 007? I, I really haven't answer. given it a lot of thought to be honest because I I just don't follow. Yeah, I want I want him to be young and be committed to the See, role. See, that's the thing. Like, I wanted Idris Elba, but then he's like older now. Yeah, he's older than Daniel Craig, so, isn't yeah, he? I or don't maybe know. two years younger or something. But that's he too still won't old be the to start. <laughs> yeah, more. Was well, just, he was way that was too like old. ridiculous yeah. at the end. I want somebody maybe thirty five ish at the at the young at the oldest. Really? So Henry Cavill mm. is that what I'm hearing? Um, yeah. He's too big. He's well. Mm. You know. I guess big. Craig was pretty big, oh, like, too. From what I understand, like, James Bond is a large man. <laughs> no, I was like, big? What do you mean by big? It's a mouthful, at least. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. All right, all right. I, I, I'll let you off the spot there, but let's talk about things that really can't be disputed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Die Another Day is the worst Bond song, but what is oh, yeah. the best Bond song? <gasps> mm. uh, I think Skyfall. I love that song. Mm. Just for talent. You, you both I mean, agree? Okay. Right. I don't know. I mean, there some of the Shirley Bassey are good. Like right. ah, Goldfinger. Go. D- Diamonds Are Forever is a good one, even though yeah. the movie's I like You Only Live Twice, Nancy Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a View to a Kill? It was the only one to yeah, reach number a, one. Not going to lie, it's one of it my was, favorites. I mean, it, it, it's far better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, just because it's a perfect song, but yeah, I can understand. <laughs> like, like the movie's like a nine, and the song's like a twelve. 
out of ten. It's a good song. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to back to what movie we're doing. Die, die another day. Nah, right. I don't know. Sorry, that's a huge yeah. sidetrack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Di- diamonds no, are no. forever. Diamonds are. I don't think we still heard who you think should be Bond. Yes, Steve. Who do you think should be Bond? Julie Andrews. No, wait. Ming Na wins. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. The um oh my gosh, the Iron Chef's nephew. Oh, Mark Dacascos. Mark Dacascos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Uh Who's that, Steve? <laughs> Have you seen the movie Double Dragon? No. no. Have you How seen... about Brotherhood of the Wolf? No. How no. about no. Have you seen the, the American oh, Iron Chef? John Wick three. Oh yeah. No. no. God damn it. Uh, American Iron Chef. Iron Chef, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not going to know who it is. Don't worry. It's fine. I'll, amazing, I'll Google it later. He's an amazing actor. Have, have who you seen is... Die Another Day? Yes. yes. Okay. Three uh, times. He looks a lot like Zhao. <laughs> okay. Okay. He, he's is he amazing... English? He can do an English accent. He can. He's done it in many movies. Yeah, no, he's See, ethnically ambiguous and has played like every ethnicity and every like. He was a Native American in uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. He was one of the Lee brothers in Double Dragon. Yeah. See, that's one of my stipulations. I, I want an English male actor to be James Bond. Male. Unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, we don't have any English male actors anymore. I they guess only not. Make women now. Oh, I know. They only make dames. <laughs> they do. I think they only make women, and I'm <laughs> fine with that. You know who is? He wants to be Jason Bo- uh, James Bond, even though uh, or Jason Bond. That's yeah, yeah. Cool too. Well, it's Jason Statham. That's who. Okay. That's who she wants to be James Bond. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I think he's bordering on too old too. Yeah, he's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about being too old. <laughs> Is he going to wear a rug? And Bond, James oh, Bond. If he wears a rug, well, I want him to do well, it. Here's the thing. Can they pass, he's he's, he's going to wear rugs. Rug down he's going to wear mustaches, glasses. He's going to have actual fucking disguises. Because he's a real fucking spy. Yeah, not buying it. He's going he's gonna to turn Japanese. He's going to. It, yeah, it's going to be great. Anyway. All right, so Q uh, shows them his little ring that breaks glass. I can't and the believe you remembered where we were in this plot. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I think, sorry, I, go ahead. I think Q's what, yeah, Q's what got us off on track. But uh, yeah, so yes, and then we're introduced to the invisible car, the Aston Martin Vanish. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not a Vanquish, it's a Vanish. Yeah. That's hilarious, don't you mm. think? Yeah. That's a cute oh, yeah. joke, as Peacock would say. That's guess... actually that actually is a cute joke. Oh, <laughs> so cute! And we also we also find out Miranda Frost is an MI six agent because she's having a conversation with M. Oh shit! Oh no! Yeah. Never would have seen that happening. Uh, so then we transport to Iceland, where we drive to the ice palace in the middle of fucking nowhere. Why? Why would you have an ice palace? Because it's cool. That's why. <laughs> why and then, not? And so James pulls up in his Aston Martin. And he's uh, greeted by a henchman who says, I'm Mr. Kill. There's a (laughs) name to die for. (laughs) Mr. Kill, that might be like the least creative name ever. It's the stupidest fucking (laughs) thing. And the way he introduces, I am Mr. Kill. What do you say to that? Uh, Oh, okay. okay. Hi, Um, I'm I'm James Bond. (laughs) Cool, I'm Bond, James Bond. Where's my martini? (laughs) Right, like, uh, okay. Cool name, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't give that to yourself, did you? <laughs> his, his first name is Plot. <laughs> Plot Kill. All right. 
And then, uh, oh, here comes Gustav Graves in his fucking rocket car across the ice, because that's where you would do a rocket car in Iceland. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, I think it's just for a joke later, and a, a bad one. Ugh, <laughs> yes. And so then we go to this this party in this ice palace where there's drinks everywhere, there's music, not by Madonna, which is fantastic. That and is good. I, and I've written down, you know what? A nice party is my kind of party. If I gotta wear a suit and all that fun stuff, it's gonna be it's gonna be at an icy little palace. How are they not freezing uh, their balls off in there? Well, Jinx should be. <laughs> She's barely wearing oh, yeah. anything. <laughs> Yeah, the one, yeah, the ones wearing like a bra and panties. Yeah, they they might get frostbite, but she could have cut her way out of that room. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stop drinking nice. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh yeah, then a hooded man shows up to the party while Graves is having his dream time, and then we find out Zhao, and oh my god, Graves is Moon, but he's been turned into a boy band. And, I don't know, they're reunited, and Bond is clueless. Mm-hmm. They, their love is restored. That's right. Mm-hmm. Soon, <laughs> soon we will be able to be together. Forever. And we can open up a B&B in Vermont. And raise, oh my god. And, we can raise our three African children. We It'll can, be great. We can, and we get to share the same bottle of hair dye. Bleach tips forever. <laughs> Uh, then we find out what uh, the Icarus space program is, and it's uh, basically a satellite that can put sun on the dark side of a planet, um, because that would be useful. It's not going to cure world hunger. It's not going to do anything like that. That's not how the sun and plants work. Oh, right? or shit. <laughs> this is like the moment he unveiled this. Everybody in that room should have been, oh, supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit, he's got a laser that. <laughs> Like, ooh, it's a little warm in this room. Oh, shit, he can concentrate that into a laser. Shoot it down! They act like this is a <laughs> world where Is this the Jiffy Pop thing that, like, opens up and it's like, yeah. looks like a... It's like multiple Jiffy Pops. <laughs> yeah. While it opens. Maybe it will cure world hunger. <laughs> <laughs> it drops popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not like a weather dominator or anything. Oh, my God, he's Cobra Commander! <laughs> <laughs> So Bond uses the invisible car to do a stakeout that night. Um, and then he just jumps out and starts looking through windows because, oh wait, does he still have the binoculars? Cause he probably <laughs> looked through those fucking windows from the ice palace. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, he's instantly found out because these guards aren't as incompetent as the ones at the coast of North Korea. Um, and then he gets in a little fight and Mr. Kill gets around to him and blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're looking around for him, but, uh, Luckily, Miranda Frost starts making out with him, and so he's instantly saved because he couldn't possibly have been in, you know, checking out the lab because he's making out with, oh shit, Mr. Graves' assistant. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to explain that to him. Just keep walking. <laughs> and then we cut to bang number two because yeah. Bond gets balls deep in Frost. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, don't forget, the, don't forget he slays his gun. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. the gun under the pillow thing, because that'll come back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jinx finds Zhao under the dream machine. Instead of popping a cap into a couple of those diamonds, nope, just kind of stands there and is just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, like waiting for him to wake up so he could be like, what are you doing in this thing? Like, oh, ob- <laughs> obviously it's to... <laughs> give my diamonds the shimmer they need i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. 
But uh, she's immediately tased because now Graves has these like <laughs> these shocker hands. Yeah, that's right, the shocker. Mm-hmm. Shocker. And <laughs> yeah, he's a Spider-Man villain now. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, starts torturing her, like has her tied up on the thing, just shocking her. And of course, she's making quips because that's how it works. And then there's lasers that we know move really, really fast and can just like, done. Goldfinger homage. But back in the 60s, they had to go really slow for whatever reason. Here, (laughs) we see them moving around because they're all CGI bullshit. (laughs) But it'll take them at least 15 minutes to cut Jinx's head off. And it's explained that this is an, it's a fake mine. Why do they have like six of these lasers? (laughs) <laughs> yeah in a fake mind uh, th- th- what... it's optics it's optics they have to make it look real yeah but do they need I'm, six of know. them gonna... it's, it's so they can have a cool laser fight between bond and mr kill that's mm-hmm. why it's like oh resident <laughs> evil did this thing let's try and do that yeah laser grid <laughs> <laughs> come out little cubes anyway uh so yeah laser fight uh geez. <laughs> are you getting tired of explaining this <laughs> pretty much I... there's a lot of plot that happens in this movie <laughs> and like 60% of it is like oh I finally figured it out or oh stupid quip about oh, so Mr. Kill is killed when you're doing an excellent job when, by when, the way when Jinx like gets a <laughs> hold of the laser button to, like, that controls this. all of the lasers <laughs> by the way six fucking lasers controlled with one button Yes. Yeah. like either go or stop oh, yeah. and then they do mm-hmm. their weird little fucking entrapment <laughs> dance oh, yeah. thing jig. yeah I, uh, okay but yeah jinx got all of it <laughs> puts it in the back of mr kill's head somehow <laughs> he's dead mm-hmm. and then bond's like hey i finally figured it out it's not it's not graves it's moon in a boy band body <gasps> and then he pops up in graves office it's like surprise bitch i'm still alive <laughs> that's like, exactly oh, what so he says too yeah the, the, the line is in, right 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 yeah. surprise bitch surprise motherfucker is <laughs> <laughs> yes, yourself the one um, governor I'm alive <laughs> so hello hello you have to die another day that's right <laughs> hello hello <laughs> you live to die another day governor <laughs> We've, Would wow. you like some bangers and mash? We've 100% alienated all of our British viewers. It's great. <laughs> yeah, besides. So, Moon, you live to die another day. Roll credits. Um, instead, no. uh, and then Frost comes in and, like, they both have graves at gunpoint, but then Frost turns to Bond. Oh my god, she's a double-crossing double agent! Ah! No. Of course she is. And then... Mm. Just when Bond's, you know, about to get capped in the back of the head three times, but, you know, they have to, like, wait three minutes, you know, just because. <laughs> like, well, uh, trying to come up with a good quip before I uh, blast you in the back of the head. Boom, I used my ring, now the glass shatters and I'm escaping. <laughs> shit, shit. I, I, gotta, I gotta think of this stuff ahead of time. So All this right. ring is one-time use only, right? Because we never see it again. I know we see it. No, see he it uses again? it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he uses it on the when he rescues w- Jinx. windshield. Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right, okay. I think Wait. he cocked off to uh, Zhao on purpose, just so he'd punch him in the gut, so he'd have a reason to go on the floor. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I don't okay. prop for okay. that. Bondy. That makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, so while Bond's escaping, he jumps in uh, Graves' rocket car and just starts <laughs> leaving. 
Oh but, God! And then this is my favorite part. Yes, of the yes, it is. I know it's everybody's favorite. <laughs> Not so, everybody. So Grave says, "Cool, I got this Icarus thing. I guess I'll just zap him with it." So he's trying to catch this rocket car with his satellite laser. Um, <laughs> and then there's some stupid line uh, by what is like scientist assistant, like, "Oh, boss, he beat your record." Yeah. No one gives a fuck. Shut up. Get out of this movie. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Creep, as I call him. Yeah, we called him Mr. Yeah. Creep. I am Mr. Creep. After Mr. Kill, because... <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> but then it's like getting closer and closer and closer, and then Bond realizes, oh shit, there's a uh, there's a cliff coming up, and I can't outrun this laser beam. So then he shoots the grappling thing out of the back, and it catches, and then he swings off the side, and then the laser magically disappears for about a full minute. And it's yep. like, what the fuck happened? Did he recharge the sun or something? I don't know. <laughs> Bond's a lucky bastard. But then he's like, oh, cool, I can, uh, I don't know, I'll figure out what to do with parts from this rocket car. <laughs> uh, oh, well, here's the hood. I guess I could use, mm-hmm. oh, shit, the laser's back. And it, like, shelves oh, off a piece oh, of the oh, ice cap or whatever he's on. And so then, what happened? What, ha- what happens for there, Stork? <laughs> oh, what happens? Yeah, yeah. This is the best part. He uh, he kind of makes a windsurfing device out of the parachute and the hood. And since this big shell, uh, sheaf of ice fell off into the ocean and makes this huge tidal wave, he windsurfs on the tidal wave while there is so much CGI bits of ice and wave in the background it's the worst looking thing it's worse than connery driving away from the the uh (laughs) dr no funeral car which is like twice as big as the car it's it's worse somehow 40 years later yeah all the roger moore green screen all the sean connery green screen this T- somehow topped in this windsurfing yes. scene. <laughs> it's awful. And then he, and then somehow he like surfs up to the other side of the glacier, and and he's he's on top of it again. Yep. <sighs> he's blonde. So, so they can get back into his invisible car, and then get immediately found out. But then Zhao chases him in his Jaguar. That also is. Both these cars are essentially death-proof because they run into all kinds of giant things that would destroy these cars instantly, and they're just like, nope, powering through. Yeah, yeah what's and, the point of shooting each other when you can't damage each other at all? It's yeah, just, just The so only thing I liked in that scene was when Bond's car flipped over and he used the ejector seat oh, God. to flip back over. That I thought it, that was cool. That's <laughs> the other worse, thing from this movie I remember, and that was the moment I was in the theaters watching this movie, and I went, fuck it, I'm out. It wasn't the windsurfing. It was the, oh, fire the ejector seat. Oh, and I flipped over and missed this rocket. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. See, I love I loved that part. He loves that kind of shit. CGI, I know, but like Bond being clever and doing something that would never actually work in reality, he loves that shit. Yeah, that, it that happens in every movie, and it's always his favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, and, and for some reason, it also had me thinking of uh, Fate of the Furious when they were kicking the torpedoes around. And <laughs> <laughs> they kick <laughs> torpedoes. Oh, have you not seen Fate of the Furious? No, I haven't uh, seen any Furious movie. I think I saw the first one. I didn't. Oh well, then you're not going to get the reference of when they go fast <laughs> and furious in the ice castle during this chase, while Icarus is melting his ice palace to I don't know bury the evidence. And drowns yeah. and drowns Jinx. 
Oh, yeah, because Jinx locked in her room well, or whatever, too. Yeah. Also, there were all these guests at that party. <laughs> they can't be that far away. They're all also going to be hit with the tidal wave. Well, yeah, from like, the shelf getting off, yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. They're yeah. long gone. Yes, yeah, they're, they're already on their flights back to Europe. Look at you worrying about the common man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they go all fast and furious through driving upstairs and stuff through this ice castle and... Zhao like has his little prong things come out of the front and he's gonna he's gonna ram Bond, but then Bond somehow got his invisibility back. I don't know. It, yeah, it reboots. Apparently it's like nanobots. It <laughs> just well, the, no, the, the, ca- and... the cameras were the cameras malfunctioned, it had to reboot. Because oh. yeah, he likes he does like a side he does a drift and then it's like cameras rebooting. Oh, all right. mm-hmm. I think well, you're the only one that paid attention to this. No, movie. I remember that part. Okay. She's right. Yeah. All right. So the, I don't know how that works when the car was shot a hundred times. But. Well, it didn't hit the yeah, computer. I say, wasn't that why the ca- ca- the cameras malfunctioned? Yeah. Because they were blowed up with machine guns and missiles? Like, yes. oh, reboot. Nope, perfectly fine now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Bob moves out of the way, and Zhao, go, his car goes off into a puddle that's, I don't know, in the, uh, what would you call it, the... Ballroom? Foyer? I don't know. The <laughs> atrium. That's it. The atrium of this ice hotel that's melting. And then a chandelier falls on him, killing Zhao. <laughs> Not randomly. Bond shoots it to make it drop on him. And then there's a huge blood geyser. Oh, yeah. Like, evil yeah. Like, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, when that happened, I was like, wait, is he dead? <laughs> or they just hit, like, the cranberry juice or something. Just... Yeah, it was like... Yeah, not what it would really look like, but that's okay. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it, uh, but Bond still has to save Jinx because she's <laughs> apparently being drowned in her bedroom or whoever's bedroom she's in. Boudoir. Uh, boudoir. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so he drives into the the ice doors, and her her lifeless drowned corpse goes up on his windshield, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got this ring thing." Shatters the windshield, pulls her corpse in. Drives her corpse outside, <laughs> takes her to the hot springs that have been heating this ice palace, though it still didn't yeah. melt, and then they both dive in. That's not going to save her from drowning. More water. In fact, I was waiting for like, well, at least the body's still warm. Bucka, 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 bucka. <laughs> but no, but somehow this causes her to spit up, I don't know, the ounce of blood, or uh, blood, ounce of water that's in her lungs, and she's perfectly fine. Yeah. He gives her the kiss of life that he learned from the nurse. Did, did he kiss her? <laughs> Yeah, he gave her mouth to mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he gave her mouth to mouth, and then he started oh. like, making out with her. I'm, I must have turned like, away or whatever. Come on, the water's happening. warm. I, he, explaining it to the audience, it's the, warm. It's warm. It'll and like the cold water kept you alive. It'll fire like, her okay, frozen. Whatever. I don't even lungs. think I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this at all. You were on your iPad. I was. I out. was like over it by this point. After my favorite scene with the icebergs and the windsurfing, I you was just like, checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I'll figure it out from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve right. will tell me what happened. <laughs> yeah. All right, Peacock. So then what happens is <laughs> they're on this airplane and they, they need to be dropped into North Korea. So they basically ride drones into North Korea because yeah. that's how you do it. But why? Yeah. Because, yeah, because they, they need to get skydive. Well, they got to fly under the no, radar. It's got to be drones. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to be you don't want to be uh, picked up by the anti-aircraft missiles. Yeah. But, 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, Come on, Stork, stop. It's logic. So put it's more fine. stuff on you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mr. Blonde's firing. I can't believe you were like, try, you're trying to poke holes in a Bond I think plot. I did when we reviewed it, too. <laughs> I know, Maybe not like, to this extent. You accept, these things in these, <laughs> you accept these things in these Bond movies, and now you're just like, no. This one angers me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're all ridiculous. No, they're not. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, Casino Royale 67 was pretty sound. Yeah, nothing wrong with that one whatsoever. Yeah. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My favorite James Bond were the two sea lions. <laughs> I never saw that. Well, what, oh, I'm not allowed to watch it. It's not, not part of the canon. You, oh, it's 100% canon. There are no, even like not. seven lady Bonds and a champ. And neither has never seen way. her again. <laughs> Name James Bond, 007. Did you know Orson Welles is a magician? <laughs> Stark, you need to show your wife this. No. This is canon. I'm like not allowed right. to watch it. Oh, so, you need to, you need so, to. so back in Die Another Day. <laughs> or you can oh, check sorry, out our episode Steve. at eilfm.podbean.com. You, you're really trying to get through this, I know. <laughs> it's a long-ass movie. i got to get through it because then we have fun facts. You're <laughs> professional. Yeah, that's me. We haven't done this in a while. Cut us some slack. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, now time for Star Trek trivia. No. Uh, <laughs> Oh really? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just yeah, so go get the so book, Mr. Peacock. Blonde, uh, oh. <laughs> so Mr. Blonde fires some ICBMs up at Icarus because they got to take it out. And Icarus yeah. says, "Nope, fuck that. I'm gonna laser you. Boom! It blows up. Nothing else happens. Dang! Now we'll never be able to take it out unless we fire five or six, and then it can't get them all, right? Oh. Yeah, they don't try that. It's just hopeless <laughs> now. So now they." Uh, Bond and Jinx are together, and they're at North Korea airfield. And they got to get on that airplane because Graves and Zhao just got on there. Yeah. So then <laughs> they run up because nobody else is paying attention to this airplane in this airfield. <laughs> they just run up into the landing gear and crawl up in there and get crushed and die. Yep. No. Roll credits no. again. No. no, they die another day. <laughs> oh. And we see. Oh, sorry. You then... clever bastard. <laughs> <laughs> We then cut to, I don't know, the main room of this plane that I think is towards the aft of it. Uh, but Graves is there looking full boy band. He's even got his, like, Iron Man outfit on for whatever reason because it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. He's got football pads with wires. He's yeah. like, oh, now I can rule the world. I can rule the world and control Icarus from my power glove. Yeah. <laughs> and, I got the power. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he's like, bring in the general. And it's his, his father. He's like, father, do you? Do you not recognize me? And I love how no. the general's like, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> Papa? Papa? <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the father is like, wait. Uh, and uh, yeah, basically, Graves goes on talking about, like, oh, I'm going to control the world with this uh, space laser that I, only I can control. And we're going to set off all the landmines in the DMZ so then. Our troops can march down and conquer. He says, like, conquer Japan or something. You're like, no, it's South Korea. That's that's a, what's on the other side of the D- DMZ. It's not Japan. That's, like, across the ocean and shit. I didn't take geography in Harvard. Dad. Yeah, Harvard and Oxford. I, I took Western hypocrisy 101. <laughs> and the Western hypocrisy is they don't know fucking geography. <laughs> mm-hmm. Canada is above us. Actually, it's north of us. <laughs> if we don't own it, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And then the dad instantly like like flips and is like, "No, you cannot do this. This is not exactly what I want to do." And he's like, "Father." He turns into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> no, he turns in, into an ancient Oriental gentleman. <laughs> Sorry, Wait, what? Stop it! <laughs> we offend everybody. Who, who have we missed? <laughs> yeah, but but he's like, "No, we can't do this. I must stop you." And he's like, "Would you?" kill your own son that's that's kind of fucked up dad and he like hugs him and shocks the shit out of him so and then shoots him in the gut yeah. And, yeah yeah and he's like, like in i don't know it's like raiden from mortal Kombat. <laughs> he's like in like lightning bolts i don't know mm-hmm. it's weird <laughs> mortal can we get some uh yeah let's get, let's let's hear it come on <laughs> mortal Kombat. <There> can only <laughs> You will do your best. <laughs> All right, now we got Raiden out of the way. I don't even know what's happening. Did I set something off? He's doing his uh, Raiden impression. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so then Bond shows up. He's about to cap Graves, but then random henchman knocks it over, so then he breaches the hole, and everybody gets sucked the fuck out of this airplane. <laughs> More Goldfinger Except- homages. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. It is actually cool when the Ray's getting sucked out of the plane. You were laughing your ass off at that part. I was. You were like, I <laughs> like, probably shouldn't be laughing at this. <laughs> like, no, I think you should be. The, they're like rolling and then going out the window. Yeah, the flailing bodies was kind of funny. I'm not going to yeah. I wish somebody would have been like, wee. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would have hated that. You would have hated that. At this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then... Uh, Oh yeah, Jinx uh, is taken over as pilot, but then Miranda Frost showing up in her fucking fencing outfit, which is basically... Is that a fencing and outfit? That's a fencing outfit, because there's no protection I, there. Yeah, well, it's not really a fencing outfit. I guess she just arose from her nap and then uh, grabbed a fencing sword and is like, uh-uh-uh, let's, let's, uh, let's start landing this she bitch. She put on her, like, katana outfit? I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, there you go. Now we will fight in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> It has Wait. begun. <laughs> oh my god, what if Shang Tsung was Finish the father it. of this instead of oh, being licensed to kill? That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Kiri Hiroyuki Tagawa. He's great. They put on the autopilot, but then it takes it directly into the path of Icarus, and it's like, wait, that's the stupidest thing ever. But whatever. Time for the boss battles. And so Jinx did that on Jinx purpose. Versus... She was like, we're fucked, so at least I can finish the mission. Yeah. So, uh, give her some props for that. She yeah. was just like, it was like suicide. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. A, at least you crackers are going to get a tan. Okay. We should write these movies. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's why you went on to do Triple uh, X uh, State of the Union as his next movie, because he's like, I can write better than this. <laughs> if only Ice Cube no, were playing James Bond. <laughs> yeah, so we so we get the Jinx versus uh, Frost battle, and uh, basically we'll just cut to the end where uh, Miranda says, huh, "I can read your every move," and then Jinx grabs a knife that has a book of the art of war already Im- impaled, and mm-hmm. and stabs it in her chest. Or read like, this. Bitch. Yeah, read this bitch. And Frost looks as surprised as anybody else that that actually worked. Because, like, oh, <laughs> oh no, like an inch and a half of a blade is in my stomach. I am instantly dead. <laughs> hey, Steve, Steve. Yeah. She broke her heart. 
but she didn't hit her heart, uh, so that doesn't work. Uh, never mind. And the Art of War played a major part earlier when um, Graves was convincing his father that it was him because he quoted it. That's right. So, only, only engage in battle wow, when you are sure of victory. <laughs> yeah. It all comes back around. I, I was actually hoping it would be the uh, the guide to birds or whatever, yeah. the field guide to birds. Uh, you're never going to let me live that down, are you? <laughs> It makes as much sense. God damn it. What? That was my one fun fact, and you just keep throwing it in my face. That it was awesome? That it was amazing. Story. Why are you ashamed of Why do you think everything is a rib on you? Granted, 98% of it is. <laughs> I don't know, just experience. Take the compliments while you can get them. <laughs> yeah. Because the hate's coming next. <laughs> All right, so then we got Bond and Graves. They're still rolling around or whatever in the, I don't know, the, the, the death tube, which is sucking people out of the airplane. Well, that sentence was way sexier than it should be. <laughs> the death tube. <laughs> well, the death tube is also being destroyed by Icarus, so it's slowly melting away, just leaving ropes and ropes of yogurt. No. Um, and then, How is this thing still in the air? It's not. I mean, in real life, it's not. Or the gas tanks aren't ruptured and starting on fire and everybody yeah, dies in the As soon as it hits Inferno. that laser beam, it should just be obliterated. This is yeah. the first movie plane. It's, it's not an ice plane. It's not like it's slowly going to melt. <laughs> yeah. I got another If fun Bond fact. was in charge of that laser trying to take down a plane, it would have blown up. Yeah. Well, the fun fact this is the first movie airplane to not be made of C4. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> But, uh, but but Graves is doing his quippy one-liners like "ha ha, I'm gonna live my dreams" or some bullshit, and Bond pulls the clips, and so the parachute starts sucking him out. Uh, so here's my question: yeah. What was Graves' plan of escape? He was going to jump out that same hole and get sucked into the engine like everybody else, right? <laughs> no, he was. Gonna it would seem that way. Yeah. Dive. That's a good point. Yeah, he was gonna dive down and hope he didn't get sucked into the yeah. fucking engines that yeah. were five feet away. Okay, all right. Maybe cool. he was going to go out the back. I don't know. Or was he just going to magically a, teleport to Dream there World? There is a gaping hole at the back of the plane he could have jumped out of, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about... So, after Graham gets, gets sucked out, are you talking about the back of the plane, which, of course, hasn't been destroyed yet, where there are several cars and a helicopter oh, for some right. reason? Oh, that's it doesn't have a gaping hole in the back. Mm-hmm. Not yet. But luckily, <laughs> Bond and Jinx need a way off this uh, flaming inferno plane. Uh, so they hop in the chopper, of course, and, uh, well, it's not starting up. I guess I should have primed it or checked the, there was gas or something in this chopper before we plummeted to our death. <laughs> By the way, if you land in the chopper, probably still going to be okay. They're built to crash. <laughs> but, but luckily... Fun, is that a fun fact? That is a fun fact. <laughs> probably not from the altitude of an airplane, is, but... But it's a fact. Yeah, but but luckily they get about a hundred feet from crashing. The blades were up; they're perfectly fine. Uh, some random village in North Korea gets a couple Ferraris dropped in their ice paddy. It's yeah. great. Everybody's happy. At least they didn't land on anybody. Yeah. Well, that we know. Well, yeah. There, there, there was probably one or two people, but the other eight people were like, "Oh, cool Ferrari." Oh, yeah. No, Han. Somehow those cars didn't blow up where in any other James Bond movie it would have been like explosion. Mm. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. So then we. For the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go back to London. Bond, another job well done. Hops in, sees Money Penny. Oh, Money Penny is going to be in this movie. And then Bond, after all these years, after 40 years. <laughs> 
of flirting with Money Penny. <laughs> He's finally about to dig it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Q walks in. Money Penny, what's going on here? Oh, oh, it was a VR thing the whole time. Money oh. Penny was just uh, playing oh. around with a VR, living this, out her fantasy. This thing's mm-hmm. quite hot. Like rolling they? around on the floor. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah, she's like undoing her top yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, she would have been completely naked if he would have waited a little longer. Yeah, I was going to say, the the real Q would have let her finish. <laughs> exactly. This is how we know he's not the real Q. He didn't send a drone in to videotape at all. <laughs> he, he would have walked in and like, mind if I come to finish it off? You're right, Stork. <laughs> oh. Stork, you're right. She is the worst Q. <laughs> Now you. you agree. You. <laughs> uh, but, but then we cut back to where the real bond is, where we hear Jinx say, no. don't pull it out. Not just yet. I'm not done with it. And it goes on for, I, fit. it feels like yeah. five minutes of just back and forth bullshit. And then we finally see she's talking about a diamond in her belly button. Right. And they're all, all right. the same size. I, it's, uh, it's just more in your they're face. They're not all window. the same size. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Size matters when it comes to diamonds. <laughs> and then they continue to bang on top of diamonds. Uh, Stork and Peacock, would you ever bang on a pile of diamonds? Because that sounds painful to me. Yeah, I think you'd get cut up. I mean, if <laughs> the option was to do it or oh, not, shit. do I get to keep the diamonds? Only the ones you get <laughs> like a challenge. Places. Oh, shit, guys. I just figured out how Zao got those diamonds in his face. <laughs> he uh he he enjoys yeah. tacos as well <laughs> that's true i mean i probably would do it so i could like kind of grab some and like where are you gonna store those diamonds they're gonna get <laughs> yes. in your butt in your nature's pocket of course <laughs> I, i've seen happy on i know that i'm works. the kid from um, yeah i'm the kid from deadpool too yeah. with the pen oh god where'd you get this <laughs> prison uh, purse so then we roll credits and we get a fucking shit remix of the madonna song oh i stopped it well before oh, that yeah i didn't even know that happened <laughs> yeah so ladies and gentlemen let's die another day stork Da-da. peacock Da-da. would you recommend Da-da. die another day no <laughs> i mean if you're a bond completionist you have to watch it but after you watch it once, you can just be like, well, I saw that and I've seen every James Bond movie and uh, that's that. With anything, as with anything, it depends on what you like. Sounds like, like a recommend to me. Shitty Bond movies and yeah. I mean, we had our, we had a few laughs during it. I mean, mainly because <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, if you need proof in the pudding, Stork owns it. That's true. I think in 20 years, maybe to be looked back on as like a campy Roger Moore movie is today. I I mean, I still kind of watch it that way. And I still believe that the campy Roger Moore movies are more fun. Mm-hmm. This is just like, I don't know. It feels like forced or something. So Peacock recommends a view to a kill, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Do I? Which one's that? With walking. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Everybody yeah, does. Do. It's the best. Right. Yeah. Walking and Grace Jones one. are the best villains. Oh, hey, I know. would you recommend Die Another Day? I would. It's fun. No, not. It's not it's the strongest stupid. Bond ever, it's, but it's fun. It's no Johnny English, but it's pretty good. You know what? I will grant it. It doesn't feel like it's like two and a half hours. Some of them feel really long. Because they jam I like agree. five hours of I plot do. into this two hour movie. Yeah. 
I agree with that because I think some of the you're gonna hate me. Yeah, but like from late. Russia with Love, I get really bored. <laughs> oh, okay. Because everyone's like, oh yeah, from Russia with Love's the greatest. I'm like, I don't remember much about it. There's a train involved, right? I don't understand <laughs> what's happening in it. I don't try to follow the plot, and it's really boring. And I don't. You like don't it. like a like complicated plot in a no. Bond movie. You just like like spell it out for me and give me action scenes and stupid well, stuff. I and... just think a Bond movie they don't explain it when it's a complicated plot. They do. Well. You just don't pay attention. Yeah, because yeah. I, I get bored. Peacock, are you <laughs> like really me? bored? Are you like me? Do you want to watch a Bond movie while also scrolling through Facebook? <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes. I just want like some fun action scenes and like a simple plot and good-looking guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I want a movie I, like, I don't I want all have that to too. pay attention to. <laughs> I want all that too, but I can still respect the ones that are like, okay, this this isn't actually a good movie. Yes, it, but, but I can have I can have fun with the. You know, the Roger Moore ones. Yeah. Like, I love Octopussy. Nobody likes that movie. I love Octopussy. That's one <laughs> of yeah, my favorites. It's so, yeah, it's so fun from the, the like the opening credits with the horse's ass hiding the jet and that whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I like the, the dinner scene and, and playing backgammon. Yeah. And the, the it's a cool villain. Is. And he dresses up like a fucking clown. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The Fabergé egg thing. Oh, and then he would go on to star in the quest. <laughs> like I can have fun. I can have fun with that, but I can also be like, it's not one of the best Bond movies. No, but yeah. it's different. So, so this comes back to the the. How do you rate movies? Do you rate movies because of like how epic and sweeping and what they did for the uh, what they've done for the industry and that, or do you rank movies based on their enjoyability? I used to be the former, but I think I'm leaning more towards the latter. But I still do it. I I do enjoy like a, what I consider a good Bond movie over a campy one. Yeah, and I think it's and I don't uh, think this I one's think, campy yet. I think it's just bad. I think it's, I think it's a little campy. I'm, it's I'm get, sorry, Mister Kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I it's mean, it's, fountains of desire. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, no, I'm not saying. I, I think it's getting there. I just think it needs yeah, more time. I think maybe it's. T- it's not that recent, but it's so it's recent enough that you feel like it's trying too hard to be campy. Maybe eh, I don't think they were trying to be. You campy. don't think so? No. They're trying to be funny, like real funny. I think they're just trying to be Bond, and they it just escalated. Then it's and campy. And I'm escalated. sorry. It's then it's campy. And this was like this was the Batman and Robin of Bond movies. This it's is true. what killed the franchise <laughs> yeah. and made them reboot it and go serious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Not, it forced the franchise sh- to find some mm. blonde guy to fill in. Uh, it's a little <laughs> bit of a and shame. Then they played with his balls the whole time. <laughs> Wait, what? Who was going to know you died scratching my balls? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only part anybody remembers of that movie. <laughs> I don't remember that. What was you, that? when he's getting casino, tortured? Cas- yeah, the, the real Royale. Casino Royale. Oh now, yeah, and they're smacking his balls. Yeah. yeah. Now, if they had taken a cue from the original Casino Royale and Mads Mikkelsen to start performing magic tricks, <laughs> that would have been that. Fucking, uh, would Mads be Mikkelsen what people in the original. No, the original is like Woody Allen. Okay. Yeah. What? No, Orson. Yeah. Orson, well, Orson, Orson Welles is Lashif, but yeah, Woody Allen's in it. I'm Peter not Sellers, allowed to watch it. Apparently, David but you can watch it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You guys can listen to our episode we just did of it this last week on everything I learned from movies, where we talk about it for you because it is not a great movie. Did we? Have All a right, guest? that might be more enjoyable than watching it. Well, who was on the? Who was on it? It was uh, our friends Jason and Hanai. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They they uh, make board games and stuff too. So uh, cool. might be interested in that. I know you guys like board games. Yeah, yeah. do. In fact, I've been meaning to connect Stork and Jason online. So look out, social media. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Stork's right. good at that. Speaking <laughs> of social media, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. What? But when we come back, we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, <gasps> and what we learn from. Die another day. Die. <laughs> Another day. Oh my god, you sound just like Madonna. Oh my I know. God. No, that was a recording. I know. The, uh, oh, the, oh, I'm sorry. The, the I key didn't is realize. to put my head completely up my own asshole and then attempt to sing. And then synthesize. Join us next week when we interview Madonna and ask her about swept away. Oh, I'm British. <laughs> oh, I'm Madonna. Would you like some tea and crumpets? I didn't know she was a guest on the podcast. I'm honored. I take back everything I said. All right. You guys Madonna, need do you really or? exercise as much as they yeah, do? Yeah, I could do? take like a <laughs> Oh, fun fact. Okay. So, <laughs> you, know, you know I work in the hotel industry, right? Do you? We had a certain lady stay with us. It was Madonna. Um, <laughs> she basically bought out our largest, or one of our largest ballrooms to then turn into her personal gym because she travels with the gym and it's like all the equipment it's like an obstacle course it is all kinds of crazy shit because she was staying with us for a week to do like three or four shows yeah Mm -hmm. she basically went crazy i mean her 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 music maybe shit money could do for other people well well yeah i'm not even gonna get into that because i I know it's just but but say what you will her music may be shit but god damn it she puts work in she may be I'm a sure horrible actress but i'm she sure she's a ass. decent human being <laughs> she works her ass off yeah hey everybody you like listening to podcasts right well what if i told you that you could get paid to listen to them well with this new podcoin app that's exactly what you get uh, you can listen to everything i learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts and the whole time you're earning pod coins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with a special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 pod coins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listing now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app, use the code STEVEIZZY, and you're already 300 pod coins ahead of the game and using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first hi guys we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast wait wait isn't this playing on somebody else's show exactly 
So then how are we – I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Four Screen And Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. This is Eric Vari, and you are listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Yeah! They get better every week! <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you know what gets better every week as well? Who? You fetching me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I have one. Yay! <laughs> we have from Squatters Craft Beer. Ooh. Yeah. Hop Rising Tropical Double IPA. Ooh. Our brewers don't get out much, but when they do, they come home <laughs> with more than a sunburn. Our much-loved double IPA is testing the tropical waters with notes of mango and citrus derived entirely from exotic hops. Pass the conch and hold the fruit. I mean, it's no mojito. No mojito, that's for sure. <laughs> But will it get Halle Berry drunk? That's the real question. Let's test it. I'm going to pop this top and probably send the cat flying out of the room. Oh, I don't think you can hear it. <laughs> poor old man. <laughs> and the poor. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of uh, mm -hmm. cream-colored foamy head on this. And <laughs> not as hazy as uh, the other one. Yeah, which is strange because I think this is going to be hoppier. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's, got, it's a really beautiful golden color. Yeah, yeah, super strong hop aroma right yeah, off the like top. Yeah, it's like fruity and floral. Yeah, a little piney, a little earthy. Yeah, this is good. Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, wow. That is a nice double IPA. Ooh, and it's 9% mm. alcohol by volume. Woo! Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> what was the session? <laughs> like four. It was like four. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why it's a session. Yeah, it's like a... <laughs> so it's a double power session IPA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little very full-bodied... Yeah, it's like, it's make me savvy. Like, it's like juicy and <laughs> fruity almost. Yeah, oh, this is... Steve likes this one. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely Steve beer. And that's just we're drinking of those a... waters. Yeah, what are you guys we're drinking? drinking? We're drinking a High Life from uh, a company called Miller. Ooh. And uh, it is recyclable aluminum. 
and uh, questions, you can call a, a 1-800 number. <laughs> and no additives, no preservatives well, by Miller Brewing Company. How are you going to stay young if what's there's no the, preservatives? What's the, what color is it? It's a, uh, I don't know, because it's still in the can. My, my guess <laughs> I'm drinking a, it out of. Uh, what about a the A crystal head? clear straw color of some sort? <laughs> it's the uh, Champagne of Beers, it claims, and established in 1903. I don't even know if they have an alcohol content on on, on here. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm guessing in the four range, maybe lower. Yeah, somewhere between three and five. (laughs) (laughs) How can they not put the alcohol content on it? For real, I thought they had to. Nope, not on there. You're right. Oh, wow. <laughs> not on there. Mm. Oh, sure. Maybe with the uh, the big products, they don't have to have the alcohol in there. So it can be mistaken for soda or something. I don't know. Mm, <laughs> Oat soda. It does say union made. Mm. Mm. Yes, Miller is union. That's why it's so expensive. Budweiser is not union. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I drink Miller. For America. You know what? <laughs> it's for that, America. Okay. That is a fun fact. Oh, wait, I have more fun facts. <gasps> fun facts. Mm. Super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Yeah. Anybody fun wanna facts. anybody wanna take a <laughs> take a guess on the rotten tomato score of the critics of this movie? Ninety seven percent. Critics. <laughs> critics. Uh, is it a percentage or a, a number? Like it's a, a six point three. It's a percentage. Percentage of a hundred. Yeah. Okay, I will say forty-three. Hmm, I was going to say fifty-seven. Okay, babe, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. <laughs> Peacock is exactly correct at fifty-seven percent. No, are you fucking kidding? Me? Wow. Sorry, yep. sorry for that the swears. Is surprisingly <laughs> high. However, I'm surprised it's that high. I was kind of joking. However, the audience score. Anybody want to take a guess on? Ninety-seven percent, thirty-three. When you said "however," that makes me think lower. But I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go sixty-two. Once again, Peacock wins forty-one percent. Also seems about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird the critics gave this like a 16 point bump on the audience. Why? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that never happens, does it? All the plot no, twists. You... <laughs> Not any of the Bond movies we've done. It's always been like, yeah, the critics thought it was like 50%, but the audience is 75 or, you know. Mm-hmm. I think View to a Kill was probably the worst. It was like 40s or 50s for both. But That's a shame. Yeah. They have to remember the song. Which one's that? <laughs> it's the whole oh, one. Walk in and Grace Jones. Walking. Oh yeah, I love that one. I'm happy, oh, yeah. Mr. Bond in the saddle. Yeah, I like that one. Get him <laughs> now. What have you? Oh, to a kill. By the way, that's one where Grace Jones fucks James Bond. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. she does. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> I think that's the first time that uh, James doesn't get to say no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I guess this is what it feels like. <laughs> Hashtag to me that, too. Listen to that episode for a fun fact about that scene. She, she certainly eats her vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hundred and forty-two million dollar budget. The worldwide gross four hundred and thirty-two million dollars. Yeah, they made money. I mean, it's a Bond movie. Bond yeah. movies make money worldwide. Everybody loves them. Not There's everybody. Mi- millions. Not the North Koreans. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those North Koreans weren't happy with this one. They uh, no, they, they were waiting for uh, Olympus has fallen. 
<laughs> they love that movie. Uh, oh, I don't know that movie. Or it's one of the, the few ones that went real world, and I think they got some backlash for it. Yeah. Like the interview? Yeah, not that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Olympus of Fallen. It's like Americans like still down. watched it. <laughs> true, true, true. All right. This is also the film debut of Ms. Rosamund Pike. Who is she, Steve? Is it? She's the one that plays uh, Miranda Frost. Yeah, I know. Uh, you may also know her from, what, she was in Jack Reacher, I think the first one. Mm-hmm. Was she? Doom. That's right. She, <laughs> yeah, she's she repeat offender she on this She was Carl podcast. Urban's sister, right? Yeah. Yeah, we watched it. Her sister slash lover. <laughs> what, Ew. What? what? <laughs> whoa, whoa. She's getting weird on the and the one with the uh, where she killed uh, Dookie Hauser. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Ga- Affleck, Gone Girl, Gone yeah. Girl, yeah, Gone Girl, Gone, Gone Girl. Gone, Gone, Girl. That's the one where she got a lot of Gone uh, Baby Gone. That's it. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. And, right. And then there's no. Wait. And then there's another movie called like Gone Baby Gone. Right. That has Casey Affleck. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. That's where I'm getting confused. Sorry. Ugh. But yeah, she too was in that. Too many Affleck's. There's two. <laughs> yeah, that's too many. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pierce Brosnan and Roger Moore both publicly hated this film due to gadgets, bad CGI, etc. Okay, that's cool. Them and like eighty percent. Wait, Roger Moore it. hated this film? Apparently, Roger Moore did. Which, which is like, huh. like hello, Mr. Kettle. Have you watched your own movies? Yeah, it felt like in the vein of a Roger Moore. Like, have you movie. seen Moonraker, Roger? No, I mean, like, Lasers. I would have thought he would have Space. appreciated this. He was ripping off Moonraker the whole time. But to be fair, oh, that's interesting. Didn't Roger Moore dislike the last couple of Bonds he did too? Yeah, well, he was sort of over really. It. He still cashed those checks though. So. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. He wasn't saying no, but yeah, I remember reading something where he was like, "Yeah, I probably should have retired three or four movies." In. Well, yeah, yeah, he should have. But yeah, I still love him. Oh yeah, because yeah. well, they're fun. I do. They are. All right. When he comes in with his leathery face and some woman's like <laughs> swooning, you're like, that's funny. <laughs> catcher's mitt, I believe you just Yeah, I always it. call him a cat. He looks like a catcher's mitt. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Robert Redford aged leatherly. <laughs> <laughs> they did. So uh, Halle Berry left production for a couple days to attend the 2002 Oscars, where she won Best Actress. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, mm-hmm. yeah. actually. Yeah, it kind of is. So, so I mentioned that the budget of this movie was one hundred forty-two million dollars, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Twenty different companies paid a total of seventy million dollars to have their products featured in this film—a record at the <laughs> time. Really? Yep. Oh, Norelco, sure. I noticed. Yes, yeah, a Norelco, yeah. Aston Martin. That I, looks I like Jaguar. a commercial. I assume Briani suits. I think they suited uh, oh, exclusively yeah. the Pierce Brosnan bonds. Oh, yeah. And then wasn't there like a watch deal, too? Probably yeah, uh, okay. Omega or Rolex. I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Half your budget's taken care of just with uh, advertising. Yeah. I, wow. I believe the Lorax would uh, capitalize on that movement. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Although one fourth of the film is set in Iceland, none of the main cast went there. Only the second unit and stunt crews. Yeah, totally, totally all Iceland. You know, the Iceland we've seen. You know what? That crew uh, missed out because Iceland's fucking awesome. Iceland is fucking awesome. We, were you there? We oh, yeah. got to go two years ago. Yeah, two years ago Almost we were there for about a week. 
It was fantastic. Fucking amazing. Can't wait to go back. We rented a camper van, so we, it was our car and oh. our hotel, and we drove around. It's a absolutely magical place. We recommend it to anybody. Is it volcanic? Is that yes, Iceland? Yes, the, okay. the entire island is made of 150 volcanoes with glaciers on top of them. We saw... So it's like Hawaii of the north. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> got Except to... affordable. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like steel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So get it while you still can, because the prices will go up, I because know. it is a European nation. <laughs> and don't buy any water right, while you're right. there. Bring a reusable cup. Everybody will laugh at you if you don't drink from the waterfall, so might as well just do it. Everything's delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's waterfalls every, I don't know, 100 yards, 300 yards, maybe? You get tired of taking hmm. pictures of beautiful waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I'll never go. You will never go with me. I'll have to go by myself. I'll go with you, Peacock. As, as soon as... <gasps> yeah, say, you? Oh, my God. You what? Everything Girls I learned trip. from movies, Peacock Road Trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll make Steve oh drive. God. You and I can drink in yeah, the back. We need go. a man to drive us around because... Yeah, you, you guys can just hang out in the bed in the back. Because you're used to that. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want him drinking with us. We just want him to drive us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn right here, Jeeves. Like, uh, that goes yeah. into the ocean, ma'am. <laughs> Don't worry. Steve is good eye candy. I said turn right. Do what I said. It might get to that. Yeah. Well, speaking of classy dames, uh, Gustav Graves arrived in London to be knighted when, in fact, both of Toby Stevens' parents, the actor that played Gustav Graves, have received that honor. His father, mm. Sir Robert Stevens, and Dame Maggie Smith. Oh, <gasps> oh no! McGonagall's his mom. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes, Wendy from Holy Hook herself. Holy shit! <laughs> oh shit! Wow, I didn't know that. That, that is a yeah. fun fact. Here's, Finally, here's the there's one. I didn't. I, I didn't know that until <laughs> wow. recently. Now you look at uh, Gustav Graves again. You're like, oh yeah, I see it. He looks old as fuck. <laughs> it, it's like around the eyes and stuff. You're like. Oh, yeah, I can see Maggie Smith in there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the eyes. Yeah. Icy blue eyes. All right. Chiseled. (laughs) I love that. Need I go on? Here's another fun fact. The movie's title song, Die Another Day, sung by Madonna, debuted in the U.S. charts on October 19th, 2002, and peaked at number eight. Not number one, like a view to a kill. Suck it, Madonna. Uh, the song was nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. What? As well as a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Original Song. <laughs> Pop legend Sir Elton John called it the worst Bond tune ever. Yeah. Wow. Double suck. It was to that point, I think. Uh, has it been passed? I really hate Jack Black and Alicia Keys I don't remember for Quantum Jack? of Solace. Yeah, I, you know what? I remember hating the movie. Jack I don't remember I mean, the song at all. Jack Black would have been better. Yeah, Jack, Jack Black and Alicia Keys. Oh, We're going fun. to the Quantum of Solace! Gonna go James when is Tenacious D going to do the song for Bond 26? I think we're gonna, we have to start a petition right, right now. With special guest yeah. Dio. Somebody make a Reddit Somebody make a Reddit account so we can get them behind us. All right. Jack White. And the last, yes, White. The last fun fact. Jack Black sunk... No, wait. Um, 
Of course, a spinoff <laughs> was planned featuring Halle Berry's character Jinx as the lead. Mm-hmm. No. Neil Purvis oh, yeah. and Robert Wade, uh, Robert Wade wrote for two months, and even a director was hired, Stephen Frears of Dangerous Liaisons and Philomena. However, hmm. after the low box office performance of the other <laughs> female-character-driven action films that year, like Charlie's Angels Full Throttle and Laura, <laughs> Laura Croft Tomb Raider The Cradle of Life, that's the one with Jerry Butler, baby yeah. coming up soon. Oh. <laughs> MGM pulled the plug on the project. Halle Berry said that she would love to return as Jinx in another Bond movie. Good luck. Uh, yeah. She has allegedly said she would do, <laughs> like to do it so much she would do the role for free. Okay. Let's try scale. I got oh, it. Oh, bullshit. We, we, we bring her back when Grace Jones agree, agrees to come back yes. as Mayday. Yes. And then they can fight okay. to the death. We yes. know who's going to win. Jinx that versus one. Mayday. Yeah, we know who's going to win. <laughs> Jinx can get ripped in half. Uh, yeah. Mayday. <laughs> And then fucking Mayday can just walk away proud. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it would be like a 10 minute movie. She just (laughs) totally annihilate her and walk away. Put it on YouTube so I don't have to watch it. And then Zorin returns in the corner and goes, wow. (laughs) Wow. I don't know if you guys can hear jingling in the background, but Mr. Pickles apparently has decided frolicking through the living room is the best thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah. He's excited about this movie we're talking about. Yeah, he is. He loves James Bond. Don't you, Pickle? He wants to be the next Bond villain. <laughs> That'd be awesome. He could be the Bond villain's cat. <laughs> no, I hear they're bringing Bond villains back. do have cats at yeah. times. But see, I want the Bond villain to be the cat. The cat is a uh, genetic <laughs> anomaly, and he... he uh, he transmits all his plans telepathically into who we think is the Bond villain. So when this Bond isn't the nineties anymore, villain, I don't think it's, I don't think it's crazier than the disappearing <laughs> yeah. car and it's, the DNA thing that nobody understands. Especially when the owner is played by John Hamm. Yeah. Oh, and then who John takes over Hamm? for John Hamm when the cat when when Bond kills him and the cat has to move on? That's right. And then it goes into the body of. I don't know, John Hamm's right-hand man, played by Paul Giamatti? I don't fucking know. <gasps> yes! It was Paul Giamatti uh, the whole time! <laughs> Alright, let's why, wrap this why up. Why are right. you guys not in, like, um, casting? Right? You know what, Peacock, when we start writing movies, like, professionally, you can join our team. How about that? <laughs> we'll give you a writer credit. <laughs> Have fun. Stork, Stork you, no. can, you can be a consultant, because if you hate it, it'll probably work. <laughs> Wait... <laughs> I hate everything, so... <laughs> See? So and that's why there's so guys. many movies just, coming just out. Just assume it'll work. <laughs> Wait, let's do a quick poll. Gerard Butler, yes or no? I, that's funny. I, I actually thought he would have been a great James Bond. Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he would have been. I think if, if Craig didn't get hired and they would have went with Gerard Butler, it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Jason Statham, there's no better? way. Ooh. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Because I, I I really like Daniel Craig, so I can't say he's better. He's very good, but but he he has the he's perfect for the role. He is, and he he might have had more of the debonair. He's definitely more Maybe. charming. Yeah, Jen, he definitely has darker hair. Yeah, he's more charismatic. <laughs> he's got darker hair, and have you seen Rain of Fire? He could be charming. If he, you guys have ever listened to this podcast, you know Rain that I have a phobia for some reason about guys with dark hair and blue eyes, and yet I'm still into James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that Ooh, is. Ooh, Elijah Wood is the villain. No, as the villain. No, I don't even want him in. No, how, not how about Elijah Wood is the next James Bond? 
And Q is played by Sean Astin. You know what? You guys can all eat a bag of this. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bond, I've got, <laughs> got some potatoes oh, for Mr. you, Bond. but they're also bombs. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from Die Another Day? Let's let our guest go first. Oh, I have to say something I learned from this movie? Yeah. yeah. That's the gimmick. <laughs> oh, I, th- I feel like I've been on this show a few times. <laughs> you never remember. Never remember that I have to have something prepared for this, but I have nothing prepared. And so I've learned that um, sometimes CGI is a bad idea. God damn it. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You should have been practically surfing on a giant tidal wave from a shelving ice cap. Oh. The movie would have ended sooner. It would have it would have tripled the budget, but they still would have made some money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned that a practical Bond movie can be better than a crazy Bond movie. Hmm. Is there a practical Bond movie? Yeah. Which one? The next four. <laughs> oh, the wait, the, uh, one, the, the ones know. where they just rub each other's balls in a blonde wait, 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 wait. Mexican Let's dive into Casino Royale, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Come on, bring it. Okay, all right. Well, let's see. Wait, I have things I learned from this movie. All right, all we'll, we'll get to that later then. What, That's what? a podcast for another day. Yeah, an, an, another day. <laughs> we'll we shall dive into this another day. How about you, babe? What'd you learn? I learned that apparently hovercrafts don't set off landmines. Mm. <laughs> that is not true. I also learned that puddles <laughs> burst into flames. That is true. Yeah, if you're like apparently ever the in an area where there's a lot of landmines, just get you. a hovercraft. You'll be fine. <laughs> exactly, you're fine. I also learned that ain't nobody like mojitos, because they are fucking gross. Bite your tongue, woman. <laughs> you can have all of my mojitos. <laughs> on, on that note, I learned you could major in Western hypocrisy. <laughs> certain colleges. Oh, I didn't like know Oxford that either. Harvard, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> I think I'm certified. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't even understand I, it. I also right? learned okay. removing diamonds from one's face is a very delicate procedure that requires months and months of procedures. It's because diamonds are for and it's just not worth it. It's not worth. It's not worth the hassle. Yeah. You can get your DNA redone, but don't take the diamonds out of your face. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Damn thieving doctors. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. They'll just keep them, right? <laughs> I also learned if you really want to torture somebody, Madonna's music is probably the best way to do it. Especially her uh, 2000 to 2005 era, when she was thinking she was British and making pop music, like dance music. I don't know. Yeah. The Simpsons did a great riff on that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Stork, Peacock, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, Is there anything you would like to promote? No. (laughs) (laughs) But but thank you for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's always fun. Anytime. You guys are always welcome. I know you guys love horrible movies as much as we do. (laughs) So uh... I actually do, but Stork, you know. Well, I mean, in the months coming up, uh, for example, in August, we have Nick August Cage. Yeah! Patron saint of the podcast. Yeah! Oh, really? Just waiting on that interview. I didn't even know he was a saint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's our patron saint. Yeah, him and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, I'm pretty sure, are are the, the two saints that we worship most most often here on this podcast. And yet they've never been okay. in a movie together. Let's make this happen, Hollywood. <laughs> so 
We're, oh, oh for we're real. we're really close though because that jujitsu <laughs> movie that's coming yes. out. Yes. I mean, Nicolas Cage is in it, and mm. Elaine Moosey, and Elaine Moosey's basically the next the generation Asian. JCVD, <laughs> and he was in the kickboxer movie. Anyway, we're getting close, everybody. <laughs> I can feel that we're getting close, too. I can feel it. We're very, very close. <laughs> Babe, is there anything you would like to promote? Why, yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure at the time this comes out, the shop still won't be open because of our grand move across three states. But uh, I do have a shop, untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can find all kinds of uh, cool artwork, movie monsters who love kittens, whatnot. In the meantime, what is open is my Redbubble. It is actually Izzy Creates on Redbubble. But if you go to my website, izzycreates.com, I got links there. I also have a tea public open, so if you want any of those fun art things on stickers, mugs, t-shirts, whatever, they do all the work. I get to keep unpacking, and you guys are helping the podcast out. Yeah. And of course, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Frankie and Murr at frankieandmurr.com. Yeah. And as an added bonus, if you want to order these amazing essential oils and mm-hmm. fragrances, if you use the code UNTIDY at checkout... <gasps> You save 15% and purchases over $35 get shipped for free. I can tell you guys right now, uh, we moved into a house that was not occupied for about two years, oh, yeah. and some of the rooms were a little musty. <laughs> yeah. I've been using their uh, Fight the Foot Funk spray, which is lemongrass and tea tree. <laughs> it freshens up stuff like instantly. It is fantastic. It is so nice. Also, you'd be amazed before your furniture arrives how much a cat box really can impact a huge house. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, that Fight the Foot Funk really, really helps as well in the diffuser. I use both the spray and the diffuser oil. Yeah, but... so you get that and save 15% with the code UNTIDY at checkout. Uh, yeah, and I guess until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Stork. I'm Peacock. And this is <laughs> Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Steve, turn that radio off. <laughs> Good night, Governor. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Didn't Good expect boy. me pulping up in your quarters, huh? <laughs> Madonna? <laughs> Just leave it. Hello, it's me, Madonna. Do you like my music? No. <laughs> How about my acting? <laughs> Have no, you no. seen Dick Tracy? <laughs> A league of their own. <laughs> what is happening? All right, we're done. <laughs> oh, I have seen her psoriasis commercial. It's the best acting she's had. Oh, what? There's a psoriasis With commercial. Madonna? Yeah, Madonna has psoriasis, and she does a psoriasis commercial. Huh. For for what? Psoriasis. No to, no to future no, Steve. I mean, Google like, that she shit. To advertise psoriasis? I don't think so. Yeah. No, Hi, I'm Madonna. I'm pro psoriasis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's something that treats it. If you want to be it. cool it's, like it's... me, you'll get psoriasis. <laughs> it's for like psoriasis medication. You get it by being British. <laughs> you were born in Cincinnati. <laughs> I got psoriasis and started sounding American again. <laughs>
This is a terrible disease. Tell me, my friend, psoriasis. Hi, I'm Isis Elba. <laughs> That's her uh, new child, psoriasis is his name. Oh, wait. Before this guy, Richie, you remember King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, right? <laughs> no, nobody end. remembers that. How no, about it, then? That's right. I don't even he know fucking directed what? that movie. <laughs> Thank you guys so yeah, much just... for coming on <laughs> and watching this movie with us. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, thanks for having us again. Yeah. Of course, yeah. anytime. It's always great to get a reminder of why I stopped. <laughs> no, I thought I hey. wish you'd want to start again, actually. I, I, it's fun. The reason he wanted to stop because, you know, he just couldn't top us. Mm-hmm. I, no, that's true. That, that and so, having to edit my drunk yeah, ass. Well, yeah, that's going to be fun, but I'll, 